Hey everybody, welcome to episode, what is this, 113 of Vigi Game Apocalypse. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the kitchen studio with me? Christopher Antista. And Tyler MLG Pro Wild. Wow. And very special guest star. <laughs> I am Bob Bloodbort Mackey. <laughs> wow. Listen, my game of the year is also named Bloodbort, so <laughs> respect that if you can. Uh... I, I like learned... that you are continuing a thread of conversation yeah. we, because it's the same episode itchy and scratchy land that we were just. That's true. We can't stop talking about yeah. the Simpsons here. <laughs> Keeps and, happening. Yeah. It's like a language that only dorks speak. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I I want to get off in this episode on a big rant, which is apparently what I do now. Okay. Here's the thing. You can see it now because I just shaved my awful goatee for uh-huh. my Stone Cold Steve Austin. Costume. I liked it. I liked it. I want to give some advice to you millennials out there who think I'm serious when I keep saying you. Mo- it's a bit that I wanted to keep going for a week. Relax. Uh, I don't think anybody here is... Anybody listening is millennials. You have to be like 20, right? I think I count. Um, no, you don't. I'm 30. Is that... Uh, no, actually, they said like somebody had pointed out, you know millennials are like technically 32. I'm like, I'm fucking joking. I think I'm I, technically a millennial, but not really. Yeah, like, yeah. I like, live the Gen X lifestyle. But this is a real... Like, uh, when I was a little kid, I got a pimple on my chin that I couldn't pop, right? Um, and what I decided to do... What would you do if you have a pimple you can't pop? Oh, I'd pop the fuck out of it. I, I could keep trying. Put it in some Bob? kind of a, like unguent or ointment and just like <laughs> smear it all in there. And You say that as a former Noxzema girl. I'm not going <laughs> to... I don't believe that at all. Yeah, that's my past. So what I what I did, uh, decided to do, because I didn't have a lot in my room, because I feel like I lived the life of a redneck, I took needle nose pliers and squeezed and wow. squeezed and squeezed oh, until it shut out liquid. You ruined I, your face, never see, I you? did. And so like this thing pops up once a year. What I did is squeeze on, my hair on a full moon. My, you can sort of see this bump here. It's where hair follicles grow together, and I'll show you when it. Find, I'm going to grow it because it's kind of painful right now. I can spit out a hair that is about the size of like a, an iPhone uh, <laughs> uh, headphone cable. I've got a couple of those. Oh, it, it's crazy. It's so disgusting, but still like the coolest. Like you get to touch it and poke it. It's awesome. See the Real bad like, thing. The bad thing I get. Let's talk about adult acne for a second. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. Took Accutane, son. The bad thing I get is uh, like cysts, like like big, painful, gross things under my skin, and then I go at them. Like crazy. What? What's and wrong with that? It's like a game that it's a game you don't have to pre-order. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, and it takes hours, and then I end up with like a just gouge in my face where I've it's where I've happened. like like I'm just an insane person gouging holes in my face, and I look disgusting for months at a time. Like Manuel Noriega, yes, who exactly. was in Call of Duty Black Ops Two to bring it nice! back around from skin video problems games. to oh! video games. Yeah, that guy could have like. You know, use him proactive, I think. He really could have. He had millions of dollars, right? I mean, what yeah, was that? Yeah, but him? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm guessing he didn't during his childhood in Panama. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a hard scrabble youth he had, I think. It was. I, I can only imagine, like, what drives a man to become a millionaire general drug lord? Yes, Look, we embargo all the supplies of oxypates. My point and his point is that adult acne fucking sucks because everyone yeah, right. tells you this is going to end it's when you're over. D- when puberty's over when you're done being a teenager it'll go away no. no you're 26 and your face is covered in pimples and you're upset and sad and it's I'm dealing with awkward end. blemishes and oh no I have to go to the dance yeah. so there's always it's like, it's happening no it's time. oh no I have to go to my career my hair looks stupid <laughs> I, did, I dressed up as Stone Cold Steve Austin for Beta Breakers this weekend which I hope to have a video up of uh, and then I realized I was too lazy to shave off my Stone Cold goatee and I fucking hated it uh, and I went to a sandwich store, and I'm like, ah, I just woke up. And so the next day I realized, I don't want to change clothes or shave, and I can't go to that sandwich store again. So I went to the other sandwich store, and the same girls were there. Uh. And I'm wearing the same clothing with the same goatee, and I tried to explain to them, no, I'm going to shave it off on a podcast. You should have made it a bit like a Stone Cold E.T. Stone Cold E.T. What? 
Pitching Game Apocalypse. We're brought to you by Stridex. Stone <laughs> Stridex. The hosts don't work, and neither do we. <laughs> video games. All right. Yes, video games. So uh, for our top five this week. There's a topic that uh, I actually wanted to do weeks ago, but things happen. You know, 20th anniversaries of various consoles. Saturn. Yes. Bob, what's your favorite Saturn game? It would Knights, be um, Dragon Force, okay. I think. Mine too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay. Uh, we're on the same page. But uh, this week, uh, I wanted to do this especially after playing one of the games on this list. Mm. These are games that maybe got panned by critics. So mm-hmm. not so great games that have amazing handheld versions that pretty much well, nobody is, played because they got so badly this overshadowed. This is something that doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't, no. No, it really doesn't. There's not a separate handheld version, or there's a Vita Cross by, and it's the same yeah, game. Yeah. Tyler, did you own any handhelds, just out of curiosity? Uh, yes, I owned a Game Gear. Night. Ugh. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I owned a... I no owned Game a, Gear games are on this list. I'm I owned sorry. an original Game Boy. That's, that's awesome. Uh, so you played which... like Hudson Hawks, uh, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh, what was on Game Gear that was cool? Nothing! Uh, bubble Bubble? Columns? Bubble Bubble? Uh, Sonic Stupid Prop Cycle? There was a good Shining Force game, I think. Oh, oh, yeah, but I then they brought the second season. I didn't play that. Games. I didn't play good games. I had to have it plugged in while playing it. The mm-hmm. battery lasted Everyone like did, yeah. 15 minutes. So, and then I didn't have anything. I didn't have a Game Boy Color. I didn't have a DS. I didn't have any of that. I'm not cool enough. I have an iPhone. Is that okay? No! No. no. <laughs> the enemy of gaming! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can play Hearthstone on my iPhone. Fuck you. But, but seriously, <laughs> yeah. fuck iPhone. So, here we go. Top five games that were better on handheld. Oh! Number five! Parker! That's the third call I got about giant lizards running amok in Gramercy Park. Giant lizards! Get me photos, pronto! Right away, Mr. Jameson. Was I mugging or was I dragging? <laughs> With all these, I'm going to be playing uh, clips from the uh, console versions that aren't as good because a lot of these don't have any voice acting or fun <laughs> sounds to play. But I'm guessing you can guess which one this is. Spider-Man 2? 3. Triple, yes. yes. As someone who hates everything, I did not see Spider-Man 3. So, uh, you didn't miss out. I heard it's that it was a, a crushing disappointment on it, all it was. levels. And there was I, a pie-eating scene, a dancing scene. I just know like the highlights <laughs> right now. If I may plug Laser Time, we did a podcast about the worst superhero movies. And we did a re- resulting article where we based it off Rotten Tomatoes scores. You may think Spider-Man 3 is the worst superhero movie ever made. We have ten entries that prove you very oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. Very, Completely, very wrong. yeah. But wasn't Sam Raimi just burning bridges uh, at this point? He, well, he was tired, and he, he made it very clear he was forced to have Venom in a movie. He's like, I don't think Venom's an interesting character for film. And when you think back, like, the, like you think... You see this picture of, like, Tobey Maguire crying and dancing from Spider-Man 3. I'm like, that was terrible. Like, the Venom t- scenes are pretty terrible, okay. too. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Topher Grace is an American treasure. So it's not <laughs> his fault. No, not at all. Yeah, well, you know, not that this had anything to do with the uh, handheld game, but mm-hmm. although Tobey Maguire's voice acting did make it into the DS version. It did? It did? Yes. Mm. But ever since Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire phones it in like nobody else in Hollywood. And I, I just want to play some more choice samples of his acting here. Okay. Well, your artifacts are safe and sound. You owe me, old man. Patience, my friend. I'm not in the mood to wait. You promised to tell me the secret. Just spill it. I love the rhythm there. I'm not in the mood to wait. You promised to tell me the secret. It sounds it like someone holding up an friend. iPhone to Tobey Maguire as he's getting in a cab to Regis and Kathy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he sounds so bored. I feel and like he's like in investing of, no emotion in this. In defense of Toby Madge, that's what a good voice director does. It's like, Toby, 
do it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's clear that he did, he did not. These are these are Toby one takes. Yep. Mm. I've heard of like uh, people being sort of uh, shuffled into the voice directing role. Like a lot of mm-hmm. game studios maybe don't maybe don't have a dedicated person doing that, and no. so maybe this is the result of an in- inexperienced director who's starstruck and just can't tell him, please do it again. I also that, w- that was really bad. Mm-hmm. It seems that. All these superhero roles, they have kind of a contentious relationship with their contracts, and I have a feeling it's like this: signing this for three roles in a movie obligates you to doing the video game, but you only have to do it for one hour, and yeah. that's all they do. I mean, that's maybe I'm wrong yeah. in this case. Maybe it was a really great director, and it Toby, just, can it you just come turned back out sucking. Record that? I'm in cans. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, no, I can't no. possibly. I've, my contract says I'll give you ten minutes because Bruce Campbell in the game is great. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, that much is true. I played it and I turned around and I said to Brett, "Your review is wrong. This game is worse. <laughs> <laughs> you just like Spider Man a lot." Yeah, well, even like Brett was disappointed, and I remember like he was saying like This looks like a PS One game," and like Christian Nutt, who was our supervisor at the time, he was like, "That's not true. It's not a real Everybody criticism. always says that." And then like we all watched, came over to his desk and watched, and it's like. Oh. He's in this sewer level, and it's just all flat, unshaded green textures. And I'm like, oh my god, this does look like a PS1 wow. game. Who was the uh, developer on this game? This was... Uh, Enox? Enox, yeah. Oh, it was, okay. I think the problem... They're if better I, now. If I were to guess, the problem was that they just didn't have enough oh, time and resources. And Activision just sort of figured, like, look, everybody's going to buy this. It's better if we just have no, it these to coincide with the, the Spider-Man film. games at that point were some of the best-selling games oh, yeah. every single year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's, why they, that's, the, that's the only reason they are the last Marvel games made, period. Uh, that is the last Marvel console game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's not true. You don't think what so? about that X-Men At all. They made the X-Men. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out last summer. Really? Yeah. Mm. That Wolverine game wasn't after? No. <laughs> that's like, that was like four years ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. My sense of, I'm 30 now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Your sense uh, of time becomes feel, distorted. Yeah. So, like, stuff we did in 2006 feels like yesterday. Uh, yeah, but the the other the other time I remember, like there were two huge highlights from like crowding around Brett's game to watch or Brett's desk to watch this game suck. Mm-hmm. There was <laughs> trying to uh, cross one of the bridges and then it just there's just an invisible wall in the middle of the bridge, uh, uh, wow. and and then uh, fighting uh, Harry Osborn as the second goblin, mm. and that he's on a hoverboard, right? So. He, Brett got to a point where, like, there was, like, a fenced-in, uh, like, basketball court between him and the goblin. And rather than just fly over the basketball court, the goblin goes down to ground level, traces a line outside the perimeter of the fence. <laughs> so he, he goes around the thing on the ground, even though he can fly, to get to Brett. And, yeah, it was it was well, nuts. This is also, Spider-Man 2 was good. It was amazing. Yeah. It was one of my favorite games of that Spider-Man, generation. Activision Spider-Man One was amazing, mm-hmm. um, and so this was a disappointment. This is one of the. This is why, like, I, I I did that in that video last year. Like, if you wonder why game journalists seem surprised every time a movie license game suck, is because they didn't always. Yeah, yeah. And this is the first was, time a Spider-Man game sucked. Was this around the time I was filming you trying to convince Brett to do a dick touching contest? <laughs> was that what that video was? I don't was remember. That video? I feel like we were gathered around his desk for some. First person to back out loses. You got to <laughs> get your dicks <laughs> close <laughs> enough to doing an ET yeah. finger tap. Re- re-explain it because I Brett forget. wasn't having it. I forget. It uh, was just me riffing on camera and somehow that made the internet. Um, 
I kind of miss bad licensed games. I, I just too. I just reviewed the Attack on Titan game. I'm like, yes, oh, it's yeah. a bad licensed game. It's a bad <laughs> Spider-Man game. Thank God, we finally bad. have one of these again after three years, yeah. and it just was like, I don't is know. it that bad? It's pretty bad. It's, oh. I would say it's mediocre. It's mediocre. Um, it could be better, but there's not a lot there. But what do you think about better? The, uh, it feels like a tech demo. Exactly. It's like yeah. we got this working, and we don't know what else to do yeah. with and it. And that's so, it. Yeah. We're just stopping there. Here's a bunch of anime cutscenes. <laughs> exactly. Like well, the best part about that game, though, is you can see all the great battle scenes without the crappy like talking in between. So it's just like oh, the best animation ever hate in a cutscene. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the live action trailer? Uh, oh, I didn't see this. It's, There's a live-action movie? Yes. Of course there is. I mean, yeah. it's Japan. Oh, obviously. So. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I need to see okay. this. Okay, on this while well, the story's still There's being There's a written. trailer. There's 100% like live-action CG uh, uh, Titans. Thing. I guarantee you, I, I will react to it on YouTube. And that's, <laughs> and that's how you'll see it. If I may interject something? No. Sounds like you're the ringleader for this little circus. Time to take you down. Time to take you down. But I, I, the point that I want to make here, the DS version, for mm-hmm. those of you who've never played it, it's a side-scroller. It's the only version of this game to score above, like, a 60-something. It has mm-hmm. a 79 score on Metacritic. And it's really kind of bizarre. It took me a long time to get used to it because... Mm-hmm. It's all touchscreen controls. Ew. Like, you use the D-pad to, like, jump and move around, but then, like, all the fighting, all the web uh, shooting is handled uh, with the touchscreen. You're just swiping or tapping mm-hmm. to shoot webs and punch people. And it's kind of structured in an interesting way. I hesitate to call it, like, a, it's a Spider-Man Metroidvania, but mm-hmm. it's you have this free-roaming city that's all 2D. It was back and, when that was a novelty and, like, yeah. Steam Indie games didn't exist. One, yeah. one Metroidvania a month. Uh-huh. But it's still a much better and better put together game than the one that we saw mm. on Xbox 360, uh, which I was will, a steaming punk of crap. Uh, you know? As a slight to the um, <laughs> new 3DS, I've never, ever in my life lost a stylus, and the stylus is gone. No. And trying to use the touchpad while holding both sides with uh, adult fingers, fucking impossible. <laughs> hmm. Impossible. Unless you're, it, like, uh, the police, you're doing it like the police are taking your fingerprints. Like, that thing doesn't register a goddamn thing. Hmm. You put the silence position. in your butt, Chris. I didn't put uh-huh. it in my butt! There are bigger, better things in my butt. <laughs> Was that a new 3DS XL? Uh, a new 3DS. Okay, that's a big stylus. A new 3DS XL. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, only a Wii U stylus will do. <laughs> uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going somewhere with that. No, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> what but, else can I put in my butt? Uh, like like the console game, I imagine. The, the DS game adds a bunch of... Uh, Better villains. Yeah. Well, like you fight the lizard, for mm-hmm. example. Which I think... I think um, you, who is it? Sony wouldn't let Raimi do. He wanted Vulture or Lizard. Because mm-hmm. the, the lizard's character, Kurt Connors, was in the, the first movie. Uh, Spider-Man movie. You never saw him until the, the reboot, Amazing Spider-Man. But he he really wanted the vulture, and it was forced on Raimi. Venom, uh, sadly. What I did, what I did actually want to add when I said, uh, mm. and I forgot what I was going to say, mm-hmm. is that there are like eighteen Metroidvanias a week on yes. PC, yeah, roughly, yeah. and it's like it's it's such a good happy time actually. Mm. Like Ori in the Blind Forest was, if you haven't played that, oh, that's great. I just wanted it's to amazing. add that like you really need to play it. Like what's wrong? Maybe with you? I will. Is you it on, should. Is it's, it on PS Drupal? It's no, amazing. No, that's Microsoft. No, yeah, that's like asking is Bloodborne on Xbox One yet? Well, why can't it be? I'm a PC gamer. <laughs> well, petition, it's on, petition. It is on PC. It's fantastic. The Bloodborne? Uh, no, Ori. no, no, no. Ori, gotcha. Ori in the yeah, Blind gotcha. Forest is really good. Yeah. At, and shit, there was a new game this week that we just fucking reviewed. That's a Metroidvania. It's uh, The Witcher at, Three. 
No, that's not a Metroidvanium, <laughs> Michael. That's a totally different... That's an open-world RPG. That's true. Well, somebody talk until Tyler yeah, finds someone talk until... I guess he's going to scroll through the I entire... I didn't play Ori, game. but I, I want to. Yeah. It's a Spider-Man DS game. Like, it begins... Like the 360 one does really tediously, and that like, oh, we're coming in in medias res in in a burning building, and you have to rescue people, dude. If and you can take look them up to safe spots, the fail in the opening tutorial of Spider-Man in the burning building. If you don't hit the right prompt, he just face plants, <laughs> and the game ends, and uh, the building beautiful. explodes. It's the, like one of the greatest ten seconds on YouTube. <laughs> it was Axiom Verge. Oh, That's okay, it. Yeah. Yes. Also good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, it's just but, a it's a golden era for that. for that genre Ooh. of game. It's exciting, I think. But yeah, Spider-Man. I'm gonna fart in this metal chair. You think it'll pick up pick up on? I believe it will. Yes. Wait, one, two, three. Ready? Go. Oh, oh, that totally Jesus. got it. Yeah, I definitely I saw the up. the sound bar spike. So. Oh man, look at that. Oh man, that's gross, dude. Yeah, that's, gonna, <laughs> that, that's gonna sting the nostrils. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, it's it's Spider Man three on DS is fun. It's a little bit confusing. Still, way better than the console version. Uh, I am a little bit confused because. The console versions at least give you some context for the random thugs that show up and like, oh, these people are committing a crime or they're uh, rioting or something. And here it's just like, there's some guy with an energy bar running around on the street. Guess I'll kick his ass. <laughs> has so he, has like, he done anything? It's spider profiling. Yeah, really. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can't really do anything except run back and forth this and attack guy committed you. committed a crime back in 1987. Mm-hmm. But he does have Spidey sense. Is that, is that like minority? Sorry, minority oh, report goodness. style, pre, like <laughs> precog. Yeah, no, yeah. not soon to be a show on Fox, I believe. Oh, gross! <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. as is Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. He's uh, back. Twenty-seven years later. He's back no. I think it's a. But Who black. asked for that? They are. They are. <laughs> Uh, I think the black community is like, you know, if we could have one show. Right. I think <laughs> that's really our... like Uncle Buck. What was that movie with John Candy? How dare they steal from white culture? That's what Cat Williams should do. <laughs> I think that's our cue to move on to. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Number four. You seem to know your way around here pretty well. Must have been in here a while, eh? You could say that. I'm a former employee. Head security chief, Superfly Johnson. At your service. He worked for FOMA? What? <laughs> I can't leave without Superfly. That's all I gotta say. Superfly Johnson. Superfly Johnson. From from which game? No, uh, give me a hint. Give us uh, a hint. I'll How? give you more than a hint. I realize now that what I felt was the taint of your touch on the Daikatana. Oh, what? There's a hey. handheld version? Yes! For and what? it's amazing for Game Boy Color. Daikatana, which also means big sword. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Literally big sword. A disgusting passion project that resulted in one good game that yeah. was not anything that John Romero touched, right? No, it was. It, whereas the He's too busy making people his bitch. The PC and N sixty four games were terrible shooters. Mm-hmm. The Game Boy Color version, which was made by uh, Chemco, yeah, we were yeah. talking about this earlier. Man, what are they doing now? Where's Ray? We got. They're making them. like iPhone JRPGs no. right now, and they're still at E three. They have like a table Jesus. and a curtain. And if you go near them, they will just immediately just like latch on latch to you, on and pull you in, in, and be like, "Come <laughs> cover this, dishes. please cover this." I'm imagining the the presentations. It's it's just a bare table, and then like somebody sits you down and like takes out their iPhone and shows you the game on their it's iPhone. It's about at that level, yeah. Right. Yeah, I've, I'm going to register to go to wear a sign that says "Crazy Castler." GTFO. I love that because I think people don't know that uh, everyone takes pictures of the E3 show floor with big booths, sparkly. Mm-hmm. There's a desk where you have to go up to. You have an appointment. You go to. 
But the other part of E3 is a bunch of closed off like yeah. cubicles, basically. And I remember walking through them once to an appointment and people just kind of like peeking out the doors and being like, <laughs> hey. who are you? Hey, Attention. come in here. I think it's all been downhill since they lost the spy versus spy license uh, <laughs> oh. in 1988. <laughs> uh, poor Kemco. Yeah. They made some good games in their time. But So Daikatana, it was, it was a top-down JRPG. It only mm-hmm. came out in Japan and Europe. And then a few years Weird. back, uh, John Romero actually uploaded the Game Boy Color ROMs to his website so people could just download them freely. Yeah. So I, I played through the whole thing. It was much more accessible and enjoyable than the actual game I've was. I've never played the other Daikatana. I've played a little bit because of Because it's got the word Dyke in it. I don't we, care we, that. we did a recent article describing how to run it on a modern PC, which we do like a oh, column. Goodness. We do a column every week. Isn't which it is on like, Steam? How to run an old game Gosh, on boss. your on your modern PC, uh, and like Wes, who who played it to grab screenshots, was like, "Yeah, this is bad, but from a historical perspective, like this is a really weird and kind of cool game to yeah. play now. Like it's, it's it's weird. It's so notable as a bad game. I have to imagine it's weird enough. It's kind to, of fun to now playing. to play. Yeah, that's yeah. what I that's what I thought every every time I've tried to play that. It's <laughs> like this is going to be weird and fun. Like, and then I get. <laughs> it wasn't I, I was complaining before we started recording. Uh, the first level, the first couple levels, as I remember them, because it's fairly long, uh, are just like you're going through a swamp, and most of the enemies that you fight are mosquitoes and frogs, which are very small, <laughs> yeah. hard to hit, they're fast, and they do a lot of damage. And then everything is like this corrosive swamp where you have to carefully jump between platforms to not die, which is always great in first person, mm-hmm. especially in <laughs> late 90s first oh, person. Yeah, they really had it down. I played the oh, demo yeah. and I was like, I haven't been made anyone's bitch yet, so like, I can't <laughs> this is play a reference. Anymore. This is that, a reference to the advertisement. Yes, yeah. I mean that that, joke that ad was old. that mm-hmm. ad was in PC Gamer. Yeah. yeah, it was. John Romero will make you his bitch. Uh, what are we? What are we? What are we selling? We, we can't tell you yet. This, right? is, this was what life was like before the internet. Everybody knows who John Romero well, this, is. This, you know. Yeah, this was before people got like upset about advertising, <laughs> but people got upset about this ad and were just like, yeah. "No, no, fuck you!" Like that. <laughs> no, your game is not. I refuse. You know who's way cooler than John Romero? Brenda Romero. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. George so Romero, too. Fucking uh, awesome, man, George Romero. He's okay. <laughs> Not to plug my own work, but I, I did a recent like expose on, on um, Daikatana, the original version, a while ago for US Gamer, and it was interesting to see like the phenomenon of... Uh, the celebrity game designer from the late 90s, which Didn't I think, like, out. something awful got its start making fun of these people, like Level yeah. Lord and mm-hmm. John Romero and, uh, like, um, God, I can't think of, like, um, who else is there in this weird cabal of, like, late 90s game oh, designers? Uh, people on the uh, PC Gamer Game Gods cover, uh, Cliff Blazinski. Okay, yeah, yeah, Cliffy uh, B, yeah. John Carmack. John Carmack, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, even though he's still a genius and we still all oh, respect yeah, he's him. Like Warren 007 Spectre. Yeah, Warren Spectre for sure. <laughs> yeah. He was the good part of Iron Storm. Yeah. That actually made a thing. No, I, still, I, still, I still love Warren Spectre, but... Yeah. yeah me too. Lots of sweater vest, but uh, he's okay. But he made a Mickey game and the entire time he was just like, fuck you. He had the, the greatest, like, fuck you, I'm not answering that. You're just trying, you're baiting me. And he, uh, he knew journalists very well. He did it to me one time. It's pretty great. Oh, who else was on the uh, the Game Gods cover? I think I think maybe on that was Peter Molyneux. I think he was on that. Deservedly, he probably, he probably he, was. He was a big part of the celebrity uh, game yeah. designer. He wasn't quite as rock and roll era. as like John Romero. No, but, but um, he was a big yeah. deal. Like as like 
black and white. He 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 oh, made yeah. black and white. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Like, the ultimate morality game. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't. But I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. And mm, I it's I've, okay. I've been ridiculed for liking it, but. Oh well, here's some more sound. Where are we now? I'm sorry, guys. I underestimated Mishima's control over the Daikatana. So who remembers? Basically. Remember when we brought this up way back on our other show, mm-hmm. Talk Radar, no, and one of the main of characters, Mikiko Ebihara, mm-hmm. Brett could not pronounce. He could not remember <laughs> the pronunciation, and he, I said Mikiko Ebihara, Ebihara, and he looked at me like, Lukuku Bubara, Bubba Bubba. Yeah. So here's here's a clip of Lukuku Bubara losing her accent and reverting to something that sounds vaguely Irish. As long as we are alive and kicking. We still got a chance. A chance? I hate to burst your bubble, but I wouldn't count on any Gorgons popping up to help us recharge the sword in this place. Wow! We'll have to find someone who can. <laughs> she wouldn't have, like, straight up, like, Miss Frizzle scolding <laughs> teacher. <laughs> Is she upset about Gorgons? Is that what she said? I see, like, an Asian American actress just, like, I don't know how to do this accent, and, yeah. I, and I'm sorry, but, like, How I would can't... you like me to sound more insulting? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Do another yeah. intern out. It was. I mean, there was like there was the white guy, the Asian woman, and the black guy were the kind of like the stereotypes this game was mm-hmm. operating with. Although I part. think I think the white guy was supposed to be Asian because his name was Hiro Miyamoto. Oh yeah, the guy. Yeah. literally called Hiro. Yep, Hiro. And I'm guessing Miyamoto was and a reference to like uh, Shigeru Miyamoto or right? Musashi Who's Miyamoto. Oh yeah, samurai. Yeah. We're talking about gaming gods. We don't need to hear about me. Have you but read then, Snow Crash? Hero protagonist. Yes. Okay, oh, we've all read that. Sure. But his uh, his ancestor Usagi Miyamoto is also the name of Usagi Ojimbo. Yeah. Well, damn it! I was and Sailor Moon. Fucking yeah, accidentally really. stumbled upon facts. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when the truth is funnier than your jokes, <laughs> uh, not creative. Uh, but the the RPG version it was it was very simplified. It was translated kind of poorly. No big surprise there. Uh, I feel asleep. But I I still have a screenshot. I might use it as the uh, the splash image for this week's episode. I guarantee as many hits as possible. Yeah. No, it's it's a screenshot of meeting Superfly, and he's this you know guy in in green armor. And I, my name is Superfly Johnson. And Very tasteful. Yeah, he's in green. Um, he's the black guy, right? Mikiko is yes, is in pink. Um, why is that so funny? Well, because it seems like it seems like it seems like an Italian roughneck executive. Like I don't know, just call him anything. What? Uh, I, I read. I read a uh, black right. At like a post mortem dealing with like talking to one of the original designers who was dismissed from the project. Mm-hmm. And he said that initially, because it's like the 25th century, mm-hmm. it was going to be a French guy, like a French white guy, mm-hmm. because, you know, by that point, the the word superfly is 500 years old. <laughs> so it's a classic name. I and why be, wouldn't he be named Superfly? To be called Shad. Yeah, it makes doesn't it doesn't not make sense. No, that's that's not, not a compliment, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. But then they're like, management was like, no, he can't. This is ridiculous. Nobody's going to understand why he's white. He has to be a black guy. So then he became an emblem for racism in the industry. According to Glenn Beck's website, there's going to be more of him in the future. Mm. (laughs) Well, in in New Ghostbusters 2 by Hal, which never came out here, uh, it's a great game. It's It's like the best Ghostbusters game. But um, Winston is green. His skin color is green. It's very unfortunate (laughs) for him. Yeah, it's like we couldn't quite understand Uh, that skin color. New Ghostbusters 2? Yeah, it's called... It's It's it's, called the New Ghostbusters 2. There's no New Ghostbusters 1. It's not the Activision one, which is awful. No, it's It's, uh, it's made by Hal, Hal, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really. I'd never played it before last year, and Halloween is awesome. 
It's Very way cool. cool. Yeah. What what are the white people colored? Pink like, like they should be. Colored like peachish pink. Yeah. Like the weird like, <laughs> like Caucasian skin. You can tone. be you can be pink or green. Those are the two yeah. skin colors. It was like Mario Mario like skin. I guess <laughs> we used all the brown on the walls. Well, it's like what always weirds me out about The Simpsons is that mm-hmm. like white people are bright yellow. And then black people have normal skin tone. Talking about Carl, like, there's a little more Cliff Clayton, <laughs> mm-hmm. Carl. I think What's Asian people that? are like a slightly muted yellow. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. Asian people are actually like a sort of pale. They're like white. Excuse, mm. excuse the term, flesh tone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm going off of my first like 1961 Crayola. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that? Is but, that I feel like I'm I'm real confused. I feel like I haven't made the case adequately that Daikatana is great on Game Boy Color, so I'll just say this. Imagine if Daikatana were linked to the past. If it were a big top down action RPG with cool just sword swinging monster battles, uh, guns that run out of ammo really fast, Mm -hmm. and uh, little puzzles that differ completely from level to level. I think it's it's really well made. I think everyone should uh, go to John Romero's website, see if he still has copies available, and grab that. Yeah, grab if, he, if he's giving it away, it's not stealing. You don't have to feel exactly. bad. He's also giving away emulators and uh, copies of Paul Blart, Mario Kart 2. Yes. Do I have to vote for him in like the top ten ROM sites before I can download the ROM? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you have to get uh, through 16 porn banners <laughs> and uh, type yeah. in a captcha yes. from a video. I thought so. You're going to have to have to force quit an image of Kate Upton in Game of War. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a more modern spam reference. Like, I, I had actually, like, pushed that aside, that <laughs> remembering how you had to use to, like, yeah. vote for fucking yeah, sites like, before yeah, you could yeah. download shit. And then type in a code, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Back. Oh. The past, Bob. You're, yeah. I'm living in it. Also, restaurants, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of um, which, yeah. also check out Brenda Romero's talks at GDC. She has a couple in there. You can watch oh, the videos, really? and they're very good. They're completely unrelated to any of this, and better. She's a better game designer. Did you know our neighbor worked with uh, Romero for like? Yes. From our perspective in the industry, where is John Romero, and what has he been doing? And it's one of those stories where you learn what really happens in the games industry. Like, millions of dollars are funneled into projects that never happen. Mm-hmm. So an educational MMO was uh, Romero's big beat that uh. no one has ever seen or heard of. But the amount of money we heard was sunk into that yeah. shit was in the, like, tens to maybe hundreds of millions. Our, just, our neighbor had stories, vaporware. had stories we can't repeat, really, without his permission. But uh, it was interesting hearing about working with John Romero on... Uh, at, at his, like, more casual educational games company that never amounted to anything. Hmm. Yeah. When was, what was the last game you made? Uh, yeah, I'm fucking baffled. Is it Daikatana? Because it might be. I seem to remember he was making some mobile games or something. Well, that's, yeah, that's what he was doing, but I don't think yeah. that panned out. Mobile's yeah. everywhere. When I think of him, I think of John Carmack, who did, like, Orcs and Elves. Was that John Carmack oh, yeah, who yeah, did yeah, that? Yeah. Which is, like, a, like a weird, like, super crazy was. 3D tech That was demo. really was on, good. Was yeah. on DS? I think I played yes. something Yeah, they made DS. a DS version awesome. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was Carmack, though. It wasn't was Romero, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. All I know about Carmack is his wonderful tweets, which... I did the, the the best goof I ever did was a quiz at PAX one year where I did is this a Spock quote or something John Carmack tweeted <laughs> and like most people got them wrong wow <laughs> because like John Carmack tweets really do sound like Spock or data quotes 
Watch, <laughs> watching Arrow was illogical. We don't know what he's done since 1998, then, I guess. No. Okay. It's a stuff. Works for Facebook now. Good yeah. Go. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, Carmack does, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Romero oh, Romero, yeah. Romero. Romero. I have no idea. I heard he's finally going to get a haircut. So <laughs> hey, long hair, don't hey, care. Hey, hippie. <laughs> he's starring in the Turok movie. <laughs> <laughs> we like Romero. Let's not be mean. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Moving on. How did you know you weren't hitting the real me with that hammer? You'd never let yourself actually get hurt. We all know what this is. Thur! Was that Thur? That was Thur. That was Thur? Yes, it's the King of Abs, uh, Chris Hemsworth, and Thur. This is the biggest stream we've ever had. Hems, Chris Worth, and Hid Tomlestun before they were big. (laughs) You, me, Hank, and Dave before Avengers, before Age of Ultron, seemingly killed the Marvel Uh, momentum. (laughs) Hiddleston? Hiddleston? Is that his name? Hiddleston? Hiddleston. Uh, Hiddleston. Anne loves Hiddletown. No, she doesn't. She saw Hiddletown at a Comic-Con. She was like, whoo, swoon. She's a charming lad. Swoon. She actually said uh, the word swoon? uh, To me. No, she didn't. Chris Hemsworth, he was in uh, Cabin in the Woods yes. too, right? And that's kind of what saved that movie yeah. from like obscurity. Like, oh, this Thor guy's in it. We'd have to release it. It now. was on the show was cool. for two years. Yeah, um, and there was going to be a Joss fucking... Whedon. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Avengers came. And out. then Hemsworth marched mm-hmm. in and he said, "Emir, show yourself. Or shall more of your twisted sons of ice feel the power of mighty Thor?" <laughs> I'm not well, sure how, but I'm pretty sure that's racist. When we, we streamed a bunch of Avengers games leading up to <laughs> Avengers, this was one of them, and like strangely, this is the worst review. Oh yes, and, and it's 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 really boring. And a couple it's a of things really are like boring. God bro- of War clone. A couple of things are bra- blatantly broken, but it doesn't seem like illegally bad. Like just like <laughs> illegally bad. <laughs> it doesn't. It's, it, it's, it's like the, the cops aren't going to come and shut it down. Well, yeah. We, I mean, we just played the Captain America game, the Iron Man Sega game, all that Sega shit, <laughs> and like and like they're all. Their biggest sin is that they're fucking... They're so excruciatingly boring. Yeah. I kind of feel like, in general, Hemsworth is, like, really bad in it. And, and like, not and a... Thur? Yeah, like, as Thor. Yeah. But in a way that, like, uh, like no one could do better. Like, you really yes. can't... Like, you can't play that character any yeah. better yeah. than he does. I'm but a Norse god mingling with it, uh, it people is, in New York. It is bad, but who could do it? Who could be that bad better? I, I like the Thor movies. I, I know that I, I've heard they're... People don't like them in hindsight, but I, I've always liked the Thor movies. <laughs> I, yeah, Michael, I, I love them. He wants to talk about video games. He's a goofy. Yeah, I kind of do, sort of. Well, I mean, the video games, <laughs> Thor, like both both the. But there's only this one that's on not portable consoles, right? Yeah, there's there's the the 360 one, and then there's the DS one, which is a completely different game by WayForward. Side scrolling oh. brawler is frankly amazing. You can do shit like it, it uses both screens it's for great. the action. And so if you see somebody, like, on a high platform and you're down on the ground and they're on, like, the top screen, you can grab the column of the pla- the, the pillar of the platform they're standing on, break it loose, send them tumbling to their death, and then clobber other enemies with the chunk of, of pillar that you just ripped off. Uh, I, th- I think it's amazing. And they're all goddamn frost giants. Yeah. You know how I feel about them. Well, that's kind of weird that, that both games follow the same storyline except mm-hmm. in the uh, 360 PS3 one. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Frost Giants that he's fighting, the Jotuns. Over and over. Yeah, and uh, in the DS one, for whatever reason, it's Trolls. I have no idea why that is, Uh, but in both of them, uh, Sif gets injured by the invading Frost Giants and or Trolls, and Thor goes to their world to, as as they point out here, listen, Sif, Sif the Lady. Who fights alongside yeah, Thor? Just when you said it, it reminded me of like what it would sound like if Will Smith pronounced "Revenge of the Sith." But keep, <laughs> keep going. That's racist. <laughs> so anyway, Thor, if you could, would you slaughter them all? 
Would you erase their kind from living memory? If you know a way, then tell me how, and it shall be done. So Go and Thor, pick up my magic shoes, and I'll tell you how to defeat the spirit there. <laughs> I think you're missing the bigger point of that, which is Thor just said, I want to commit genocide. Oh, yeah. And so you, as Thor, go commit genocide because. But that's uh, if if you have seen the Thor movie recently, he starts out as an arrogant fuck. Yeah, exactly. And and I think he does say like, "Why don't we all? Why don't we all just kill all the frost giants that are constantly a problem?" And Mm -hmm. Odin's like, "Relax, idiots. You're young. What do you know?" Um, That's my defense of that line. It might have made sense for young, arrogant Thor pre, but it would have been pre Hammer. No, he, he was still. He's, he definitely had the hammer. He had the hammer. In that game. He always had the hammer. All right. I don't trust the judgment of anyone who says erase instead erased. of erase. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like saying mature. I can't hear you over the erasure I'm listening in my ah. headphones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Thor DS, a really enjoyable side scroller. Uh, I. I actually went and picked up copies of Thor and Spider-Man Three a while ago, just just so I could. Jesus. You find I, that's called research. It, I'm sure they were like three dollars. They were like ten bucks. Right? Yeah. yeah, like ten bucks. And Thor was totally worth it. It's your bedroom. I'm glad just I have a it. pile of like game yes. discs. That you I'm should you should under. come to my house. You will be amazed <laughs> because I actually have an entire room set aside for that shit. It's like <laughs> a Jenga of review copies. Just <laughs> like yeah, I want to take this. <laughs> do you, uh, do you swim in them? Like, I have like an elaborate coins? system of shelves. But yes, if you do want to do a gainer into a bunch of GBA cartridges, that <laughs> would be the place. It's basically Scrooge McDuck's uh, cartridge bin. It yes. will hurt when you spit them out uh-huh. of your mouth. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Thor is, it, is this game is legitimately cool. I don't know what mm-hmm. else you have on the list. Yeah, but the sprite I, I work is awesome. This game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's it's very clear about being sprite work, whereas a lot of stuff way forward does is uh, a throwback to a two D era, but mm-hmm. doesn't. This intentionally seems to like, yeah, we're trying to make a two Super Nintendo game. It feels a lot like a Super um, Nintendo game. Yeah, no, in the best was, possible way yeah, you can. It, say it that. reminds me of like Blackthorn. Yeah, Ooh, that yeah. Blizzard game. But it, it was it was too little, too late because because like, I, I don't know. Well, you've heard me probably on other shows. Like, I'm a big Marvel fan. The Marvel movies are all the rage, and we have no games, no games because Sega kind of squandered the mm-hmm. license. And it seems like somebody at that company did one great thing. And that's the Thor DS game. Yes, and it was too little, too late. Was that uh, 2010? Shit, I'm. Uh, Brad Elson's a date master. Okay. I'd have to ask him. I don't because know. The DS was just like piracy central by then. <clears throat> yeah, and it was bad times. Yeah, but because uh, America doesn't know how to report numbers on game sales, they probably <laughs> didn't realize that. Yet. Yeah. It takes like six months to figure out how much a game would sell back then. Screw that. But it's only America. Like European has what Europe and Japan have much more dynamics. Same as with uh, magazines. BTW. Oh, yes. BTW. In uh, in the UK, I've learned from ah. working in the print mm-hmm. industry. 2011, Bob. Okay, Sorry. wow, that's, ahead, that's pretty Bob. late for a DS game. No, no, I mean, yeah. I think this applies to games. But in the UK, every time they scan the barcode of a magazine, that's counted as a sale. Wow. Da da. In the U.S., we have to wait to find out how many are left in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, we months gotta, after the issue goes on sale, we have to wait for Moose to get back from vacation so we they, can count the stock. Yeah, left they in basically the have to like they send out a ton of magazines to you know your Barnes and Nobles and all them, and then see how many are sent back and go. Okay, there's our sales numbers. We subtract the amount we sent from, and it takes months. In the UK, they have this whole system where they just oh we you sold a magazine, we add that to the count. Oh, so it's yeah, like. In the U.S., like, you don't know how many you sold until 
six months after the issue came out. You don't know after it failed until they're already like banning the close sign on the. We had a bad November, everybody. Anyway, that's that's a frustration unique to what I deal with. But I, I think the same goes for game sales in it, the U.S. We do not know how much they're selling. NPD There's is a like sell-through. a guess. Things get shipped back, and then you get real numbers. Yeah, it's a guess. But I think in Japan and in Europe, they're much more accurate. Mm-hmm. Or at least higher. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You don't care but about these tangents. It's how you, it's how you move Not things really. along. Are you guys done? I'm just, no, I'm just like struggling. How do I relate this back to the game? Oh, I can't. Let's anyway. Just, uh, let's just move on right, to... Right. I remember. You guys can stop now. And then we rushed over to where the sound came from. Well, I rushed over. You guys kind of followed along slowly. You ran off without us. You wanted to wait before doing anything. You wanted to jump blindly into danger. Uh, guys, whatever. Oh, I know this is. Yes, you do. Uh, TM and Tizzle. Yeah, you might be the only one here who's actually played this. The portable one? The this is based console on the, one. Uh, I did. 2007 CGI yes. movie. I thought yes. so, yeah. And like, I, I looked it up, yeah, and it was weird to remember that as being a revival, because I feel like the Ninja Turtles have never left us, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. in our modern times. But this was their yeah. big cinematic revival, right? Right, the 2007 uh-huh. uh, cinematic revival. Which, apparently, that movie's okay. I've still never seen it. It was all CGI, though, right? Yes. It wasn't just, yes. like, mm-hmm. CGI and then Megan Fox, like, wandering around <laughs> the blue screen. Which, uh, we didn't say in Cape Crisis, but the rumor is that Krang is in the next Ninja Turtle movie. I've heard that. Yeah. I'm like, taken, I hate this. Okay, I'll skip. It's taking too goddamn long to <laughs> get Krang yeah. into a movie. Yeah. I'll see Krang. Now, read the comic, Bobby, if you give a shit. The comic is fantastic. Mm. I'll buy you Which some. version? Uh, the IDW has a new Ninja Turtles oh, okay. comic. okay. It is so goddamn great. It's writ- co-written by uh, Eastman. Um, it's, it's it's just really well done. I cannot recommend it. I think there have been at least like three iterations of the Ninja Turtles comic. There ha- the new like, IDW yeah, comic okay. is what I'd be talking about. I know, and including that. But there's probably more. Who knows? Changes a lot of stuff around, but it's it's excellent. Yeah. So the GBA version Jubilee. of Nin- TMNT and the 360 version both follow uh, a similar uh, plot device, I guess you call it, framing device. In that Master Splinter asks uh, the boys... Why don't the four of you tell me the story of this helmet in your own words? Four baby turtles. <laughs> this is like Rashomon, right? Draw pictures to go with it. Maybe put some stickers and glitter on there. This is an extra credit project. But it's uh, it's the turtles kind of narrating the, the events of this adventure. Oh, I, don't, I only played speaking of farts. Uh, <clears throat> I only played the console game right. for uh. a easy achievements <laughs> and for the epic video I might steal back from Games Radar. Fuck you! Gaming's greatest farty butts. You played it for achievements. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was the worst part of the last generation of consoles. The 360. Hey, yeah, but I'm now they don't caring. matter. The the games where it's like you get an achievement just for doing the tutorial. Buy it. Buy it, play it. Charlie Barrett's gonna beat you. You're just mad that your PC Me Too motherfucking Steam engines got started on it later. They I've did, got Steam did. cards, buddy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Here to Yin Yang. I have like 16 geese from Gone I Home. So many, I could sell them. I could sell them, man. I I actually I have spent I up to forty dollars on Steam cards. <laughs> wow, you only, asshole. But 
I thought I could expense them because they were for DuckTales at the time. But <laughs> I'm really stupid because I, I don't know what they're for, but people message me when I'm online on Steam. Like, can I you, can I get this from you? I'm you like, can why? Crack why? badges, dog. Yeah, 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 you could get a new background image. Or emoticons. Yeah. I've, got, I've got one of the rare DuckTales cards for some reason. You, damn. Like, is it a Louis or something A like foil that. launch pad? <laughs> I actually had to make my inventory private so that people would stop saying, can you, can you, can you sell this TF2 item to me? I'm That's like, what I need to do, yeah. yeah. Because I, I, I don't want to expend the Because no, that. I'm going to keep yeah. it. I like my uh, special TF2. I'm going to leave my Steam account to my kid. So Ninja Turtles. It is the right. only thing I have of my estate. So the the console Ninja Turtles was not very well reviewed. Uh, no. Um, but the Game Boy Advance one was almost completely ignored, mm-hmm. which is sad because compared to the, the console I... one especially, it is a legit... 2D arcade style brawler that was done by the same team that went on to do Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. If I recall, oh, wow. okay. Ubis- is it Ubisoft? Yes. They sent out review copies for the bad one and didn't let anybody in on their. Like, well, we, it says there's a, a, a DS one, but they didn't send it to us. Yeah, so there was I, a DS one. I don't really know I anything remember, about like, that. I remember we were talking about it. We were talking about the reviews. Like, did that actually come out? I think so. Around One this time, there was also the uh, Turtles in Time uh, reshell, which is awful from it's, what I've heard. Like, I never played awful. it. I heard it was bad. And All polygonal. Like uh, It's a remaster. Like They changed the mechanics to make it... Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's it's not not gonna, and it's not it's even not on... Like It's not available. You, can, you can't buy it anymore. I so. don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Shit, I hope I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Get that... Uh, what the hell was that? Like Yardis? Whatever that Yaris, I saw. I do have Yaris. Our Doritos Dash of Destruction. I got all the Achievos. (laughs) Me and Hank. Yaris. The Achitos. Yaris. Um, (laughs) Also made by, also a fine Free to Lay product. Um, (laughs) But the, yeah, I guess 2007, nobody. Free to Lay games. 2007, nobody was playing uh, GBA anymore. So, of course, everybody missed out on this. And it's a shame because it's it, it takes the same uh, narrative approach where you go through different parts of the story as different Ooh. Ninja Turtles. It begins at a later point than the, the console version picks up. Starts out with this part of... I guess this was part of the movie. Raphael, did you really become the Night Watcher because you thought the police were not doing enough? Nobody was. You remember what it was like, Sensei. Crime was everywhere, and innocent people were scared. It wasn't right. So I decided (laughs) to become the Night Watcher and give the criminal scum something to be afraid of. And besides, dude, that costume was styling. I think you might be right. That does sound like Nolan North. One of them was was uh, Corey Feldman. (laughs) (laughs) You know nothing, Raphael. That was the coolest thing I just read about the Ninja Turtles. Like, all those actors in the suits did all that crap and were so disappointed, like, everybody's going to be voiced over by celebrities. I think one guy wasn't. Raphael. Raph the was. guy who plays Raphael like, yeah, is in the suit making here. a noise. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow. his, his delivery and his performance is so genuine and pain because of what he was going through inside the suit. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, they kept, Raphael is the guy in the suit. No who one was else Corey was. Feldman? Donatello, Donatello, for no reason. Like, least. it's a clear Michelangelo choice. Donatello is Corey Haim if, it, if he's anyone, Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Yeah, very serious, uh, the grounded one, always thinking of consequences. And now he's dead. Now he's dead yeah. because child stars can't live past 40. They can't. That's true. It's impossible. Oh. Oh. Did we Sorry, I didn't a little, bit, a little bit. But So the, the GBA game begins with Raphael as like a vigilante in a motorcycle helmet. Like He, he is actually a costume vigilante, which seems weird because mm-hmm. that's sort of what the Ninja Turtles already are except they're mutants without costumes. 
but you're just going through and beating up thugs and grabbing coins. And, like, if you've played Scott Pilgrim, you can see a lot of the DNA in there where, like, the, the character designs are very similar, the way that the enemies animate and, like, you know, put up their dukes and stuff like that. Like, this looks exactly like a so thinner... A yeah. So, like, a thinner sprites than, than the chunkier Scott Pilgrim that's sprites. That's because I, I remember it being weird because I think they also released a DS one. That got a two. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that got that got a two out of ten. It's very um, different, but I think people just sort of assume well, that the GB and DS ones were the same. We're thing. all talking about like what we forget, maybe, and I'm sure younger folks won't forget. Uh, the GBA lasted way longer than it should have because it was a dumping ground for licensed games, mm-hmm. and it was a viable platform into the PS360 era, and that's fucking crazy. Uh, and so I think probably Ubisoft, like, there's money in the table in the GBA one. We're Ubisoft. Let's spend a little more money. And they probably ended up making accidentally falling ass backwards into a great GBA game because mm. someone just told them, "Well, you can't make a game without it being on GBA." People are still buying so Little Mermaid a, Two Pinball. Two thousand seven, right? Yeah, yeah. dude. But that, this that, is like uh, Final Fantasy Six Advanced, like one of the last great games. From was that 07? That was seven. Oh seven, yeah, wow. for sure. Like early 07. Wow. Wait, which one did I play? No, I played four. Sorry. Keep going. That's oh, fine. That's all I had to say. <laughs> I'm just saying it was still viable in 2007. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It was the, it was the PS2 of handhelds. Yeah, it yeah lasted that's way a good way to put it. Should have. And yeah, 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 the Ninja Turtles game is pretty. It's still really playable. Mm-hmm. Like if you want just sort of that very old school feeling arcade experience, you beat up thugs. Uh, coins pop out when they die, and you oh, have to beautiful. pick them up. And that makes sense to me. Buy stuff. That makes sense to me. Yeah. An enemy, you, they drop and they disappear and leave their money. So they were doing the River City Ransom thing back then, yeah. too. Because yes. Because that's what kind of what Scott Pro Bars! Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever kicked a homeless guy? Coins everywhere. 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 He does say barf, too. <laughs> he says barf. Didn't, didn't see any, like, secret warp zones or any of the other stuff that they worked into Scott Pilgrim, but, you know, it's still pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I want to play Scott Pilgrim again. They just published the last issue, so it's kind of, Scott Pilgrim's kind of done. The last color reprint. Oh, okay. I was going to so say, like, it's been, it's been done, done for, for years. Yeah, but it's like Brian Lee O'Malley has been doing press for Scott Pilgrim since, like, it started. And, huh. like, it's, like, it's over. It's over. There's nothing else to promote. Yeah. No more games, no more movies, no more books. Boo-hoo. And I think everybody wants it to keep going, even though he, he's like, no, I told the story. You, I was making, I was saying something with this, and you guys just liked the characters and wanted want to go that, on forever. Seconds is the greatest yes. sequel to Scott Pilgrim. It's, it's not so a good. sequel, but it's American, fantastic. It is the greatest sequel to Scott Pilgrim. American TV shows really ruined everything, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Bit, Where yeah. it's just like, uh, okay, we're done saying something. Oh, eight more seasons? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, well, I mean, you like the characters. Let's keep having them do yeah, stuff. As soon as Steve Carell's done with Despicable Me, we're going to do 16 more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. All right. I think it's time for... Stop! Robots should not fight each other! <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I'm mad about that every I agree day. Too. Is the Cosmo? No. No? Anyone else want to guess? It's the Astro Boy. Your powers are beyond anything I ever uh, dreamed of. Oh, yeah. You are no longer my Tobio. The name Astro suits you better. Kunta. 
<laughs> so Astro Boy uh, came out in t- like two separate games at the same time, yeah. same day I think. So Mega Factor from from Sega. Yeah, this is uh, it was just called Astro Boy on PS2, and it was Omega Factor on GBA. This is Sega, right? Yes, mm-hmm. and I got both of them at the same time, and I kind of ignored the the Game Boy Advance one. It's like no, the PS2 one's the real game, and so I played it, and it's like. Well, this is okay, and it got a lot of bad reviews. Were you an actual Astro Boy fan? No, no, I got. I, I was. I was reviewing games. games and uh, got sent them. Michael is not sixty years old. <laughs> I, think. I think it's impossible. Yeah, they were. They were sent to me for free from Sega. Mm-hmm. Um, I ignored Omega Factor, which turned out to be a huge mistake, because it's like, all right, the PS2 one. This is this is pretty good. I wasn't expecting anything from an Astro Boy game, and then I played the GBA version, and it's like. Now I understand the the PS2 one is shit compared to this. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, all you do in the PS2 one is like you can you can just lock onto an enemy and hold down the attack button. You'll just bounce into them over and over again with yeah. your fist, and they'll die. And it it tells a, it's a, a weird combo simulator. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very clunky aerial fighting game, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool in that like it, it has this plot about that like if if you're a newcomer that like really goes into Astro and his uh, motivations and about, like... I, th- I think part of the reason that the plot of Astro Boy is compelling to me because it's so much like Mega Man. Mm-hmm. And imagine if Mega Man, there was a little twist, and Mega Man wasn't created by Dr. Light. Mm-hmm. It was created by Dr. Wily. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Light had raised Mega Man, and all the evil shit that Wily was doing was in the name of making Mega Man stronger and getting him more in touch with his abilities and making him smarter in an effort to merge humanity with robots because that, because Wily believed that robots were the next stage like, of humanity's evolution. Sounds like everything the Proto Men's album means. Kind of, yeah. Well, that's Astro Boy. That's yeah. where it all comes from. Yeah. And, yeah. and Astro Boy was created by Dr. Tenma. And no one ever talks about how Mega Man's a shameless ripoff of like five things. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Tenma, whose whose son Tobio died, and so he made a a robot, Astro Boy, that was basically using Tobio's soul as as its template. So he could use his knees as rockets. Kinda, yeah. (laughs) And his fingers as lasers. He could walk around without a shirt, too. Yes, all the damn time in Uh, little underpants. Yeah, tiny No matter what the weather. Yeah. Uh, And who developed the game? That's the the important part. Oh, well, the handheld version, Omega Factor, was developed by Treasure. Treasure. Exactly. Creators of Guardian Heroes, Gunstar Heroes, Mischief Makers, one of the best 2D uh, Japanese game designers ever. I got to do a video about this recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Astro Boy? Well, you you said it was one of the... It's one of the... I felt not, not to... Publicly call out Bob. Oh no! It was like, but it was one of the things finally like, happening. You said, "Oh, I didn't know about that." It's because I say recently. It was last October. I did the top five Tiny Toons games. That's right. I wanted to bring this up. For yes. sure. Yeah. And, and Buster's Bad Dream was a treasure game developed. It was never released in America, uh, and that's where this game comes from. It's de- it's based on a Tiny Toons game. Uh, it's, a yes. not very good Tiny Toons game. No, with, it's not with absolutely like spectacular sprite art, but like yes. maybe with five enemies. But total. with like. N- a billion times more slowdown. It's a refined version of a Astro Boy Omega Factor is a refined version of a Tiny Toons game. Yeah. And the comment I make in the video is like, it's bizarre to say that Tiny Toons inspired anything involving Astro Boy, 
but this is built in the Tiny Toons Buster's wow. Bad Dream engine that is from weird. Treasure. But America never saw it, so yeah. we were none the wiser. Yeah. So yeah, PS2 version also created by Sonic Team, so it's yes. even so more you surprising. Know it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were making decent games. They at made the time. Billy Hatcher. I mean, come on, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. no, never mind. I'm done. But yeah, like so, PS2 version has kind of a very surface-level Astro Boy story that's based on the, uh, I guess there was an animated show that was running at the movie. same time. Movie. This was before the it's movie. It's probably like his 50th anniversary, I think, by then. The theatrical movie. No, this was 2004. Oh, right, I'll back up. I'm pretty sure that, that you're talking about the CG one? Yeah. That, that came later, and that, that handheld version was on PSP, so oh, it was see, a bit different. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I think it was on TV at the time, somewhere. What's TV? I don't know. I've never heard of it. It's a thing. Hey, Doesn't when uh, technology rises up against us, are we going to call that Mad Max? <laughs> Mad Max. I got what? it. What? I didn't get it. Mad Macintoshes. Joke disagreed with me. Great noise. <laughs> it was really oh. worth. It was really worth disrupting Michael's flow for that joke. Yeah. That's so one of the simple pleasures of EGA. Again, PS2 <laughs> version. PS2 version has a very surface level storyline. Mm-hmm. Omega Factor basically. Got the licenses for all of Osama Tezuka's characters, all the creators' characters. Yeah, okay. Created a huge sprawling storyline where you get to what you think is the end of the game, mm-hmm. and then you're killed. <gasps> Astro Boy dies. The world ends. Oh, really? Yes. No. And you're offered salvation in the form of. What was of, I fighting for? Yeah, the Phoenix, <laughs> another Tezuka character from a completely different storyline, comes and revives Astro and resets the clock to, like, the beginning of the game. So you play through the game again, but this time Astro knows everything that's going to happen. And so oh, everyone who yeah. comes forward and tries to trick him, he knows exactly what they've got up their sleeve. And once he starts challenging people on that, then the story starts to go in different directions. Weird. That's really cool. There were yeah, some, like, super uh, cool. Tezuka deep cuts on there, like the Magnificent Three, which was, like, this old manga series he did with, like, a horse, a rooster, and, like, another animal. Yeah. Like a monkey, uh-huh. and they they showed up too. It just was like all of his greatest hits, I guess, in one yeah. game. And, and and there was like another one of his heroes who's like this little kid with like a third eye, oh, and yeah. he's like the main villain. You eventually discover that like oh he's been manipulating events from like twenty thousand years in the past from like the ancient Mu civilization. <laughs> oh, so you have to travel back in time to confront him at, at home. This and... must have gone over great in everywhere but America. <laughs> it's a real why multiverse. am I not playing it right now? It sounds amazing. It is amazing. I don't know why you're not playing it right now. I think what everyone should play this. It's a game set in the boy verse. It's, it's one of my favorite uh, Game Boy Advance <laughs> games ever. It's, it's never, really fun. It's uh, like playing those. the Tiny Toons one for that video. I'm like, this is potential to be something really neat. Mm-hmm. It isn't, and there's a ton of slowdown. And yeah, it really is kind of a. It was kind of amazing to like move over. I was just capturing footage, but like, this is really addictive, and this works really well. Yeah. Uh, so steal it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better than the Tiny Toons game. Yes, absolutely. Just sure. fun to look at, but I did that Laser Time. Uh, YouTube.com slash Laser Time Network. I never not sound drunk. When I said that. Maybe I will <laughs> regret all this someday. But I want to live in peace, what am side I by side with humans. <laughs> I side with humans. That's one thing I, I really liked about both games. That like, there's a civil war between robots and humans, almost. And robots are always like, Astro, why are you siding with humans? You're so much more powerful than them. Like, no, I want to make peace. And well, damn it, Michael, together. say Mad Max. Say it. <laughs> why would I say Mad Max? Well, at least the war was civil. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I don't want to get too nerdy on your podcast, please, Michael. Please, but, uh, I'm reading. I'm reading a manga. 
That is a that is a retelling of an Astro Boy story. It's really good. It's called Pluto. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Henry, Henry plugs the shit out of them. Oh really? It's great. It's by yeah. Urasawa, who did like Monster and Twentieth Century yeah. Boys. So Pluto, yeah. the big Minotaur looking dude. I think that's who it is. I'm only yeah. like six volumes in, but um, it's really worth reading. It's like a mature like adult, not like sexy adult, but oh. like. Oh, I'm not reading. It's it, respectable, then. is what I'll say. So please read Pluto. It's great. It came right. out like I don't know a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fine. Well, on that note, we're <laughs> going to dare you to read. <laughs> Damn it, I will. Well, okay. On that note, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, and other stuff. So stay tuned. everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, and I'm here to tell you, just like every week, how to support Video Game Apocalypse. And that was a hell of a top five, huh? Is it uh, handheld games that are better than console games? Yeah, my handheld games all tend to involve trying to survive in a harsh urban wilderness while moving my thumbs around on rat skulls just in sort of methodical, rhythmic ways that bring me comfort and, and numb the pain and let me meditate on something that is completely unlike the daily horror of my existence as a small woodland creature in an uncaring city. I guess it's a lot like video games, really, just with more imagination. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to tell you how to support the show, and of course, the easiest way to do this is to subscribe on iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes, too. Let Apple know that we're awesome. And only leave five-star reviews, please. None of these piddling four-star or three-star reviews. They might be good for those other podcasts out there, but for us, they're, they're really just sort of painful to look at. So five stars would be hugely appreciated. Also, very important, you may have seen Amazon links up and down the sides of lasertimepodcast.com. Stop! Do not ignore those. Those are very important. What you have to do is click on them. Just click on one of them, especially if you were going to go buy something from Amazon anyway. Click on one of those, type in whatever it was you were going to try and buy, and then uh, buy it, and we'll get a cut of it. And you won't have to spend anything extra. It's amazing. You can also buy a t-shirt directly from us if you if you like this idea of direct commerce. Go to store.lasertimepodcast.com. Get a terrifying skull. T- we have several terrifying skull t-shirts now. I think they stock them just to upset me. You, you can get them there if uh, you know if you really want to turn yourself into a walking billboard. And why wouldn't you? Especially when it'll break the ice when you go up and tell a friend. And when they, they say, what's that attractive and, and handsome t-shirt you're wearing? You can say, why, friend? This t-shirt is advertising Vidja Game Apocalypse. It's a podcast about Vidja Games. Sometimes. Mostly it's about three or four assholes who sort of ramble on about various pop cultural things or things going on in their lives, but occasionally they touch on video games. And when they do, it is glorious. You must listen. I know that's a lot to memorize, but just do your best. It's your duty as a walking billboard for Video Game Apocalypse. Finally, uh, comment on the site, videogameapocalypse.com, lasertimepodcast.com. Post on the forums. Let us know what you do and don't like about the show. Answer the question of the week, because that's literally all we pay attention to anymore. I'm not just talking about on the forums. I'm talking about in daily life. That's the only thing we load up on the internet. It's the only thing our suddenly, strangely censored internet service provider will let us look at. I don't understand what's going on. We live in a world of terror, as I explained earlier. On that note, I have to go back to my existence of Skinflint survival, so please enjoy the rest of the show. And 
And welcome back to the second segment of episode 113. We've just posted a vine of Chris making out with a scratchy hat from The Simpsons. Ah! Yes, yes yeah. we did. It screams when you take its tongue out. And I will not stop doing it. I will do it every night until Harry Shearer is reinstated on The Simpsons. All right. That's, give, give him that extra That million. is an adequate protest money, yes. that will shame Fox into giving... Like, did you guys see that thing from Al Jean? It's like, I don't know what his deal is. He hasn't given us any is. demands yet. It's, like it, we I offered him a deal, he doesn't. He's he's the oldest cast member. Doesn't mm-hmm. love doing it anymore. Money's not enough to convince him to keep doing it. Yeah. So don't. I do guess it. that's fair. Don't I, pretend it's like they didn't meet your demands. I'm sure they yeah. did. I found that's it more disturbing that fine. Gene was like, "Oh yeah, he can be replaced." Like that's fine. No, what we'll I found more, more disturbing was that Gene said he can literally phone it in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think he records from like <laughs> England, right? I, yeah, England I think, or New Orleans. Yeah, and I think didn't you write something about like. Uh, you know, changes to The Simpsons that was like, Julie Kavner will not record all of her lines from the inside of a bathtub. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that might be closer to the truth than we realized. Oh, I think it's going to be it's going to be fine. They're going to find people who can do those voices. And then, his, vo- his voice has all sounded too old, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Mr. Burns is getting too old. He's uh, like, well, I did read that they, they said that they he had pulled this shit before, sure. And they diminished Mr. Burns' role in the show as a result of that. He oh yeah, it's he like can't... he's not showing up at table reads. We nope. don't want him around, nope. so right. we're gonna like not write his characters. And anymore. then I'm like finding all these best of clips. Other than Flanders, Smithers, and Burns, everybody else is a tertiary character that almost is, has almost never interacted with The Simpsons in person. Hmm. He, he's cutaway characters. Arnie, po- he, no, not uh, but Kent Brockman, right? Like people who have never had storylines focused on them. Uh, other than Flanders, Smithers, and Burns, yeah, they are the most important. Uh, yes, yeah, they, they are the most important, yeah. but like. Someone else. If someone and Skinner, I say give the man Skinner. What he wants. Yeah, I'm gonna miss Skinner. Yeah. I love Skinner. You, you, brought, you brought these characters to life. It's your job to shepherd them through existence as long as you can. Be mm. Carol Spiney. Fuck that's Big Bird. Just yeah. fucking do it. Show some responsibility. It doesn't matter if you want to do it. You have to work for what two minutes an episode. Roughly Suck it that. up. Yeah. Suck it up, asshole. Collect your millions. Uh, it was described as a few weeks of work for ten million dollars yeah. a year or do whatever. It. Yeah. So I understand yeah. not wanting the money, but like mm-hmm. this is more important than that. There's also mortality. Characters involved in this and he is an old man now so who knows but I hate people saying most of all let it die because that's not what we do with cartoon characters that's they're true. built to last forever ever forever they are but I, did, I did think like I was of that that opinion and I, I'm somebody who watches and enjoys current episodes Me too. oh my god I know we do I exist. have enjoyed current episodes I've, I've cringed at some episodes but there are, there's some good shit in there I'm sure I'm sure like there are great jokes in there I, and, I still um, think I'm never gonna grow up and marry daddy was one of the best <laughs> rotten Rod, Rod jokes Flanders. yeah Rod Flanders <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I'll be I'll be sad to see it. but but Elgin made a good point about how like no this is a machine that employs hundreds of people and mm-hmm. it's not fair to lay everybody off because one person doesn't want that to makes me it. conflicted like I, as much as I want him to stay on there are like hundreds of jobs riding on this show and there are not a lot of jobs left in 2D animation mm-hmm. so right. it's, it's it's it sucks to say yeah like just screw it all and mm-hmm. throw it all away yeah Yep, 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 yep. Nope. All those animators will have to go make Harold or and something. It's like, even, if Herald they, even if like Ameri- like American people like Bob and me, my age, I don't like the show because there's no Dukakis references. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean it's not. It's literally beloved the world. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's bigger than you now. It's awesome. It's awesome too. Okay? Yeah. It, like even though he's not Homer Simpson is not Bugs Bunny only because he has rent. He's like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Letterman ending. How now? Paul Schaefer has to live. In a cardboard box, yes, on the street. Not sucks. true. It sucks. When every I walked by, it really the, sucks. I walked by the Letterman Studio about two years ago, and I saw on the outside 
Ed Sullivan Theater, Late Show, with David Letterman. And then, like, I see at the bottom, <laughs> featuring Paul Schaefer? Like, what? <laughs> that must have been some weird contract negotiation. Paul Schaefer's you, amazing, you We can't fucker. give you another million. But here, we're gonna I think we're forgetting that he's also, like, probably in his 70s by now. <laughs> totally. So, like, he is ready to retire. <laughs> but he's connected to a bunch <laughs> of comedy. It'll be Dave. fine. He'll just crawl back to his tree in the Garden of Eden and wait <laughs> until the next... <laughs> Dave, naked couple uh, wanders no, by. That would, that would be nutty. Uh-huh. I promise this is the second segment in a show that yeah, I also right. promise is about video games. I'm thinking so, about Weinberg. Let's jump in with. Everybody cherish them. I like a good new releases dirge. Yeah. To get you ready for uh, <laughs> upcoming products. It's increasingly appropriate. Yeah. Um, but no, we actually had a pretty good week this week because The Witcher Three is out. I have been playing the shit out of it since I came we out at it. like 6 p.m. on Monday. We streamed it Pacific on the, time. our YouTube channel. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, we did. So go to Laser Time. What is it? YouTube.com slash Laser Time Network. Yes, and you can watch us play it for like two hours. Mm-hmm. So sort of meandering around, trying trying to squint to read the tiny text on a tiny window on Chris's tiny monitor, and which was on the other Hank. side of the room. And once again, it just... Degrades into fucking jerk off habits from everyone. <laughs> That's all we do. I know. How many times can we do that on a stream? For fuck's sake! I'm glad Henry and Henry left, so I decided to divulge <laughs> his jerk off habits without a mirror. I've he heard the uh, the small text complaint though. It feels like the oh, yeah, yeah. the Dead Rising thing of ten years ago. Like I can't read yes. anything. Yes, but everybody people with giant televisions and HD screens because yeah. like this this screen you should be able to see it on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was still way too small. You had to I, get I'm up playing and it on, on a forty inch HD TV. Mm-hmm. It's fine, uh, but yeah, playing it on this and the thing is like From the streaming window. The like streaming if I was window, sitting on my couch, that would be completely unacceptable. Um, maybe. Six feet away? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, your streaming window is, like, about half the size of this monitor. So it, it was tiny. And we're sitting on, like, the other side of a dining room table trying to stream this. <laughs> to be fair, I could read every word. <laughs> All right. Well, my eyesight's bad. <laughs> I would read it to you. Yes, you would. Thank you for that. But uh, I'm having a ton of fun with it. You know, open world game, like... The, some of the uh, descriptors, like in reviews, is like it's like Grand Theft Auto cross with Dragon Age or something like that. I can't remember what, but uh, it is super fun. This was the game that I actually bought into this generation for. You have mentioned that, yeah. When they showed it off mm. at E3 2013, like it looked super impressive. They had mm-hmm. this whole thing on like the island of Skellige, and there's boats and stormy water. Skellige. And, uh, Skellige. Yeah. Christmas? Christmas? What's that? It's like Skeletor meets Galaga. Skellige. Yeah, happy to say every time. Uh, I, in, uh, my biggest question, you did answer on the stream, but I'll make you do it uh-huh. here. Is it, is, is it a little more accessible than Witcher 1 and 2? I think it's way more accessible. Okay. I think the Witcher series has gotten progressively more accessible since the first Being game. Being completely inaccessible from the beginning. Like, oh, yeah. That was like a super European RPG. Yeah. yeah. And you had to, like, all the fighting was, like, mouse-based. I, I wanted to get into it, and I'm obsessed with the line I sent you. I found the last two games... A meandering slog of lore bukkake. <laughs> um, just a bunch of people like, okay, let's start the game. The elves and races and spheres and ruins. Ah, all over your well, face. Aren't, get all, a bib. aren't they all based on Polish uh, yes. novels? Yes. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, yeah but it's like, it's like you have to earn the right to have me curious about all these things you're telling me are important that don't have anything to do with what I'll do for yeah. There is also a Witcher TV movie from Poland Ooh. that what? would probably be surreal to watch I after playing David the games. Hasselhoff. I think you're very wrong. 
Well, <laughs> I agree that it can. It's tough to get into, and I didn't. It's also difficult the too. But Geralt's actually like a really interesting character who's just like interesting on his own, sort of. Without he is. Knowing he's anything. cool. Like he's cool. And he's he's weird, and he has like his quirks. And somebody pointed out, and his beard grows realistically he in this one. He, mm. he approaches everyone and listens to them in the exact same pose as Mister Clean. His chest is <laughs> <up>. <laughs> pretty much. He also has sex with a lot of ladies. Ooh, Not in Michael's weird. game. Yeah, I haven't I haven't <laughs> unlocked the sex scene yet. Yeah, I've, they, I've they met several. So much sex mocap, and you're missing it's it. It's so sad you're a virtual virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I've met several women that it's like, I thought this was going to go somewhere, but I guess there's something else I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you. I'm not going to dwell on it. <laughs> I can probably come back and finish this later. You are vaginal kryptonite, even in games. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you have a wife who are married. <laughs> you are a married man. It's yes, fine. off the market. <sighs> it's okay. But it's okay if your cock's pristine. Girl's cool. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> the game is cool. I haven't really played much of it, but uh, it seems really cool. Like, the world is way more interesting than Skyrim's world. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. As far as open world RPGs. I guess yeah. in, in uh, one of the things they sold early on was, like, this idea that, like, it is a massive open world. It's too it big. Is. It's, it's so huge. It is really big, but it's not, like, one massive seamless open world like Skyrim is. Sure. It is a series of discrete... And very big, but connected open world. But it's like so Dragon much more Age. detailed and interesting. Yeah, kind like, of. you go to a town in Skyrim, and it's like, okay, well, these NPCs have problems, I guess, and they look like they live in a town. But <laughs> in, from what I've seen and played of The Witcher 3, it's like, oh, these are, like, these. all these people have a story. Like, everyone in the town is, is someone, and, like... Sort of. Well... There's it, a lot of people that you just walk up to and, like, hit the talk button and be like, huh? What the fuck? Huh? <laughs> and and then okay, you're you're just filler. You're but a filler. As far NPC. as like environmental storytelling, it seems way more like each town has some kind of personality versus Skyrim. Yeah. Where, uh, I mean, you can just you can put a basket over the shopkeeper's head and then steal mm. from them. Like, it seems less like the if, NPCs if you are see that as a negative, I do not relate to you as a human being. Yeah. It you, just it just seems less like the NPCs are placeholders and more like they've really tried to do some world building with the side stuff. Like, I suppose. Well, like I mean, everyone I've talked to who's played through it has said that. The main quest is fine and all that, but the real joy comes from kind of just exploring what's going mm-hmm. on in this world. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I, the I monster kept... contracts. That See, that seemed fun, but I'm a Monster yeah. Hunter fan. But the rest of it, I made the joke a billion times on the stream because we couldn't, we weren't listening to what the characters were saying when you talked to them. Mm-hmm. And But first, you must fetch my magic shoes became the catchphrase, I'd say, <laughs> because that in, for me, that was Dragon Age. Talk uh, that's to what a person, I want to know. Like, send you on a quest, bring shit back. I'll care about this if I'm, if I'm not playing Medieval Mailman like yes, in Dragon Age. It like, very much looked like that. Outside, um, some of them are contracts. Where you go and, like, yeah. you need to kill this thing you've never seen before. Right, yeah. yeah, and I, I really like those because it's like, oh, well, we last saw it over here. So you go to this place marked on the map, and then you have to search around, uh, you know, use your Witcher sense to reveal a bunch of red-highlighted clues. And it's a little bit like, you know... It sounds, like, sounds kind of like Batman. Yeah, a little, little alchemy. Yeah. And that, like, you find these clues, and then it will, like, it will either reveal uh, the next location, like you'll find a letter that tells you about it, or you'll see, yeah, you'll see a bunch of footprints, and you follow them, and like, okay, now I need to go into this cave, and uh, 
I can sense the monsters up on that ledge, but I can't reach it, so I'll throw a bomb up there, and now it's it's out and flying around, and I can confront it and I guess, chop off its yeah, head. Yeah, we, we sort of criticize that for the reason that it's like, it's not you really solving anything. It's like, collect the clues, and then Geralt figures it out. And, yeah. And you follow the path and do the thing. It would be cool if you actually had to, like, look at knowledge about the monster you're hunting and Or if it didn't it just highlight all the things and you yeah. actually had to look for irregularities. Yeah, exactly. Except that would be too hard to that see. That reminds me of that uh, game from last year. It was like a ghost detective game made by... Ghost um, oh, ghost trick. the it murder was, of um, something mama mama. It was a third-person AAA oh, game um, last summer. Oh, uh, uh, Soul... Soul suspect. Soul suspect. Yeah, murdered soul suspect. That's it. Yeah. Yes. So, so, like, there was no actual detective work. It was just like find the things that are highlighted in the environment, yep. and then those are the clues. Yeah. The shadows of murdered soul suspect. Yeah. <laughs> well, or like Ellie Noir, which I appreciate. At least try to do something slightly <laughs> different. Yeah. You hear the tingling when you get close to something, rather than you just <laughs> see it highlighted. Yeah. We did a big article about like why police procedurals are hugely popular on TV, but they're not popular game as a genre for games. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're how... plenty popular with middle-aged women. <laughs> yeah. They're called hidden object games. <laughs> yeah. And you've well, never heard of most of them. But now no one's really figured out Nancy how to do detective to work in a, a game. Like, they're kind of getting there a little bit. I need to play those modern Sherlock Holmes games. They seem like I was people... just going to say, okay. people actually really like those. That's what I hear. Yeah, I have them. They're right? actually pretty good. Um, and that, that's what that I might found be... the PC audience like everything that comes out they really like it and some of it seems like <laughs> that's it no 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 we're just interested in the idea that you could do a good procedural detective game and it doesn't have to be just like you looked at a highlighted object therefore now you know the solution yeah hmm. like it could be actually you putting together the crime which is uh, which is tough to, I, to be fair that's a hard concept to gamify you know I guess part of the appeal here is that all these big monster encounters are unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you won't have to... S- even, even if you're just like, okay, it's the same drill. Or go to this place, track the clues, go to the next place, find those clues, whatever. Uh, it's still a completely different experience. You won't fight the same monster the same way twice. Uh, was it? We, we did one at the end of the stream that was uh, Jenny of the Woods. And it's this wraith that lurks out in the woods. And so had to go and, like, find the site of this murder and read a letter that uh, explained how this woman had been murdered by her lover who disappeared. And then we had to, like, yeah, burn the letter and wait until midnight. And then she came out and then it took, like... Three or four deaths. She looked like like the library ghost in Ghostbusters. Kind of, yeah. A little bit of criticism. And she was impossible to hurt until we figured out, like, oh, she's weak against the the trap. So Mm -hmm. use that and she's vulnerable. I'm sure, like, some of the moral decisions are really difficult and and really... I haven't run into any I was talking over the dialogue and Michael accidentally chose... Whatever he chose caused everybody he was talking to to attack and murder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the one that's like... The soldier tells you to go uh, fight a monster. It's like, I don't know what it is, but it's been attacking our caravans. And so, like... Wander out and like, oh, a Scoyatel, one of the elvish bandits. Or and if I may re- recreate the situation. And I'm jerking off to this thing. And, blah, 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 and like, like, guys, I'm trying to hear the, the screen and like he's being attacked by everyone. <laughs> like, I'm trying to I'm trying to hear the dialogue. This might be important. It's not important. And, and, and <laughs> in my yeah, defense, you yeah. walked in like we were quiet when you walked in. It's like, I'm just out for a stroll. How's it going? 
Take me to your leader. And you chose the you chose the dickhead <laughs> option. You went in as an asshole. No, I said I said take me to your leader. They said, dickhead. oh, well, you'll have to disarm first. Like, okay, fine, and I'll go in. And then you find out that like their leader is, is like a bandit uh, queen, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, I'm attacking the the caravans because those humans are assholes. No like, argument, lady. Yeah, human privilege. Well, and I'm and, all and then you have the the option of saying like, all right, whatever, I don't care, do as you will, or you say like, you're just bandits. And so I said like, you're just bandits. And I'm like, oh yeah, well we're gonna kill you like bandits. And so I had to fight like about six or seven armed elves with my fists. Somehow managed <laughs> to live and win. You need two of them in the face. Well, to you're death. a witcher. Yes. You're a superhuman. In That's sense. true. I'm a mutant. But like the the thing I played during a preview event that I thought was really funny as far as like moral decisions was you're at a banquet and oh hey a bunch of people just turned into bears and killed everyone and then your option is uh side with the reasonable uh woman who says let's figure out who did this and what happened or side with the guy who wants to go into the forest and kill all bears (laughs) Bears did this, and Clear, bears are going to pay. Clearly, the bears it. are behind it. He yeah. had a rune with a hashtag that said, kill all bears. It sounds like that, that RPG <laughs> that someone just played as all bears, like a party oh, of bears. Oh, yeah, Pillars uh, of Eternity. Okay, that's what it is, yeah. Uh, like, Chris yeah. Livingston, our, one of our writers. Oh, that was that. that was you guys, okay. Yeah, yeah that cool. was us. Where awesome. he, he basically, it was a fucking great story where he was like, oh, it turns out you can choose your team, and they can all be druids, and they can all have a bear companion, and you can command those separately. So what happens if you just <laughs> if you just leave your entire party in a tavern and send all the bears to do what you're going to do, and nobody notices them? A bunch <laughs> of bears walking by them, they're like, oh, hey, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's now a Hillbilly Bears fanfic. So in lesser game release news, uh, Farming Simulator 15 it's is out of the right. There was a big... Cue the dubstep. Big new release. People really like We streamed that. one of them. Yeah. House Which of Wolves uh, oh, right, expansion yes. for... I was going to uh, get to that. Oh, please. For Go. density. Uh, no, okay. oh, Space Amount. Literally uh, asleep. Uh, what, what's up? <laughs> no, that, like, I shouldn't bring it up. We streamed it... Uh, and of course, I'm making dick jokes the whole time and not paying attention. But that's sort of the thing about Destiny is that you can't like I just paid for a shitload of new missions. Where are they, and how do I access? Them? <laughs> and like, so, and so like, neither Dave or I are paying attention. Like, there's like Caveman. Thank you. He was like pointing us. Like, you need to talk to her. Talk to her. Talk to her. And there's a new social area. I don't know. Like, I loved, loved, loved Destiny. Put in about sixty to eighty hours uh-huh. over the the first month. I know people who are still putting in like that many hours a week. They're, oh wow! They're Shit. not. They're they were never honest about it being an MMO. They're living in denial of that. And if they weren't, uh, they would be able to say this is not enough new content and it costs way too much. Because uh, I did buy the last Dark Blow content literally over the single player content over in Sorry, less than an hour. Did you just say Dark Blow? The Dark the Dark <laughs> Dark Blow me. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I bought this one and uh, we played a couple new missions. I went to some same areas I went before, and now there's a cave open. And I, wa- I, I don't know, it just it didn't strike me as being terribly worth it. And like, but now your exotics kick up their gear to this. And like, hang on, like I haven't played this for seven months. I don't know what the fuck mm. my gear is worth. Uh, like, it's not geared for toward you, Chris. It's geared toward the people who've been playing it. I'm max level, replaying I'm all max the level. same content. I am max level in Destiny. You could be more max level. I, <laughs> well, it could I'm be max levels. Max level. Roboforce. No, they, do, they do like an announcement every week on, on a live stream. I know people who stay up to like two a.m. just to watch it to find out 
what new gear the fucking shopkeep dude and I, is going to have. I was, I was definitely into that, and then I was like, grinding for gear by doing the same shit over and over again is getting old. I'm not into the multiplayer. There's a huge multiplayer aspect. I do that very rarely to fulfill bounties um, that I haven't played in about six months, and all the stuff they may or may not have added. A, I didn't like. I didn't immediately grasp, and two, like some of it's not available till this weekend. This wizard um, comes this, from the moon. That was in the beta. Apparently, uh, <laughs> that's did, all I know about Destiny. Yeah, no, I, I did. I did love it. I think uh, it's it, it's one of the most beautiful games. Period on PS4, Xbox One. Um, wow. Great art direction. Unbelievably fun to play. Not shit to do. There is nothing to do in that game. Oh. You grind for gear. You do the same shit over and so over again. So they wasted again. $500 million, right? Well, it's just like, we got a 10-year plan. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like you got behind. You know started... So did Stalin. <laughs> look what happened to him. <laughs> and you started piecemealing shit out a little too slowly. And like, I, when I say I'm 80s hours in, I'm not a guy who, I, I don't have time. I literally work until 2 in the morning. I don't have time to binge shit. And I did irresponsibly play a bunch of this stuff. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't reach the end of your content. Within like three weeks, hmm. and uh, I did, and then I got downloaded their new content and reached the end of that in like a couple hours. Like that sounds like you need to play World of Warcraft, but I didn't reach the end of it because I wasn't lucky enough to like get the right engram and then take it like eighteen load times into a guy who tells me, "Ha, ah, this is a worthless rock." What the fuck! Okay. That, I, the whole mission was a waste. I, I don't know if I'm explaining that accurately to anyone who doesn't play Destiny, but it's it's an awesome game. You have to be infuriated by. Okay. Uh, I, Okay, I can stop. I can stop. <laughs> seems, I wish there was no, someone else No, I'm not asking you to stop. I'm just... Okay. It seems the people that love it the most also hate it. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. Time, because it, like, has, it has... I can't stop and... fucking playing this thing I love. Yeah. yeah. Destiny is my game of the year and I hate it, it is so, so much. much. Fun. It is like when you customize and you fuck with your powers. and But like it's just... There's just not enough content. And adding stats to the guns I already own... Yeah. What? That, I'm, I, did I pay that for sounds that? sounds kind of... I paid for yeah, that? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Anyway, that's I don't, but I don't know. I honestly don't know much about the expansion. Every, I I read, every, everything I read, it's like I don't care about that. Why would anybody pay twenty dollars? I heard that every sixteen levels you unlock a think piece. <laughs> and, and, uh, what is Destiny's Destiny? <laughs> Here is two thousand words. Uh, the PS4 is personal agency in the new millennium. <laughs> <laughs> What this, else? What Destiny's else? Uh, making Peter Dinklage a very small character is not okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can't relate it's to some Destiny players. How many times have you heard Peter Dinklage ask, you'd think they'd bar- mind if we borrowed their bikes? It has to be 40,000 because you do the same <laughs> shit over and over again and he reacts But every time. who would mind? They're just there. <laughs> That's actually something he just says in his everyday life right. a lot. Uh-huh. When, he, when he just sees bikes yeah. <laughs> parked time, outside a place. Every time Peter Tinklage sees a bike, he's <laughs> like, hey, what if we what if we borrowed that? No, he's like, hey, you think they have a basket I can ride in? <laughs> oh, he's got a real... Oh, he's a midget, oh, he's, he's got a real kleptomania problem, oh, I think. Man, that's yeah. mean. Yeah. Little person. Uh, also, after what he did to Sansa this week, am I right? No, that, that wasn't, wasn't him. Stop it, don't spoil That me. wasn't him. <laughs> don't spoil anything, I'm joking. Uh, Life is Strange episode three is out. I'm this dying week. to play that shit. I, I really need to get into two. I gotta, I gotta play it. It's a good Bob. You I seem feel kind of lukewarm after the first episode because okay. I, I feel like the time travel stuff. As much as I wanted to like it, it Wait, felt like there's time travel. I didn't even I'm know. That. Um, well, it's like I, a, have, I thought this was like a heartfelt teenage story that involved like calling time suicide hotline. That's part I, of it, but um, the time travel thing is a mechanic. But it's really just made to like. 
like erase mistakes. There's no, nothing more to it than that. Oh, like, I wish I, I could do there's that. There's a little yeah. more to it than that. And that, um, I guess the, you can try different like scenarios. Like I think in I'm, the first step, it, it, it factors into puzzles because like there's that one where you have to drop the paint on the girl, so you yeah, rewind right, everything. Yeah. So like, okay, before the custodian picks up the can of paint, I can sort of tamper with it. And then I can fuck with his ladder a little bit, and you can see like the pieces coming together, and then yeah. like you can approach it from a new direction after you realize what's and happening, and then rewind time. But I played I played Ghost Trick, and that's like the best application of that kind of like time travel. Mm-hmm. So like that is, is my standard. Remember me now. was based off of, and that's who made the game, right? The old Don't Nod people. So remember me was based off of Ghost Trick. Well, in my opinion, okay, I, I think that's why I know Capcom, Capcom got published interested it, but um, in, but that's what it was. Like, okay, I didn't play. It was like rewinding, interacting with pieces of the environment to reshape I see. the future. Okay, yeah, like, to me, remember me that they stole Ghost Tricks. Like, I see. I didn't play it, so I have to, I'll oh, check well, that it, out. So, but oh. but I don't know. Like, uh, Life is Strange. I want to like it more. I, I, I should play more of it, but like. The way they applied time travel didn't really seem like it was that interesting to me. Okay, so. but if you could actually mm-hmm. rewind time, oh, I do it all the time. Mistake, yeah, like, well, what's the one mistake you would fix? Uh, I would make sh- sure I wrote the song about turning back time done by Cher, <laughs> and that she yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. and I got to wear the thong in the I battleship. Think, Absolutely. For me, it's every awful like small talk conversation that I have that I'm like, fuck, <laughs> like what the hell did I just Man, say to this I person? Fucked that up. Yeah. Like, yeah, like. Someone re- told me have a nice meal, and I said you too, and they were serving me. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I would read time. I would Take rewind luck. to my comments about Paul Schaefer and change. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. I would rewind and move all the anti-Semitic remarks Henry Gilbert left. On the I, could, I, I honestly, it was, it was really I couldn't uncalled believe for. that. They were so I incriminating. Apologize. I apologize yeah. profusely. I don't know. Playing the first episode of Life is Strange, I think the really standout moment for me was like right at the very beginning after that initial classroom scene. The main character, like, you know, you walk in into the hallway, it's noisy, and she just puts in her earbuds, and all the sound immediately fades into the background, and you're just listening to this song mm-hmm. that's playing as you're walking around the hallway, and it's like this song about, like, this guy saying, I wish I had an American girlfriend. Uh, Don McLean got it. Yeah, and but it's uh, <laughs> it's like this is simultaneously one of the most striking and most painfully French moments <laughs> that I've seen in a game. Yeah, that was it's like a very right. French game, right? There's, yeah. there's yeah. something very, even though it's set in the U.S. in Oregon, there's something <laughs> inextricably French about it. Uh, uh, that was like my high school experience a lot, except it was sublime uh, in my ears. And uh, just... Just, you know, just letting Sublime hey, drown out all the noise. It's not your fault. It's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Parenthesis. Love it uh. is what I... I uh, actually, I uh, thought I was uh, Shinji during high school. Ah, so you wore like the white so colored I t-shirt. Had a, and, with a big uh, penguin. I actually like... A mini disc player? <laughs> no, in, intentionally had a tape player, a Walkman oh. on me. That With, played only cicada bugs. Yes. <laughs> it played cicada bugs and classical music, and I thought it was pretty darn cool that I carried that around. Wow. Let's talk, and we, we brought in high, Tyler's high school classmates to see what they thought. Yeah. Tyler was a piece of shit. <laughs> what a, a fucking garbage <laughs> asshole he was. But they did not say you were a piece of shit, but they either didn't recognize you or said you deserve to be alone. <laughs> wow. They're, they're, they're correct. They're I, will, right. I will say, though, I like how sleepy and plodding the game is. It's very mm-hmm. observational and very like quiet and subdued. It reminds me of uh, Sing's games. They made like Hotel Dusk and... Oh, wow. Um... God, uh, last window and um, oh fuck, I'm trying to really like very very like slow paced DS adventure games and mm. one for the Wii I think, but it reminds me of their games like they're not afraid to be like very very like 
laid back and low key and not have a lot of like. We only ask for nine dollars a month. Not not have a lot of things happen. Exactly. Or... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I really like uh, uh, Kentucky Road Zero. Where yeah, it reminds me of that too. It's like God, it's a super good game, and but there's not a lot of game to it. There's kind yeah. of just a lot of like. Oh, what's over here? There's oh, no that's... cliffhanger at the end of an episode yeah. to get you to want to play well, more. You're just kind of going like, "Well, oh, that's fucking weird." And yeah, this is an experience that I'm having, and like, I'm it's night, and ideally you're playing it while it's raining outside. And With it's headphones, about, it's about midnight, and you have headphones on, and you're not planning to go outside for a while, <laughs> and you're just playing it, going like, "Wow, this is all really weird and interesting." And, like, nothing has to happen in the game for you to be like, well, that was a really satisfying experience. Yeah, it's, it's like, very observational, I think. And, yeah, um, of just, like, we're, we're sort of observing culture and thinking about it together. And Yeah, I'm glad it can exist. I, I really want to play more of it, though. I, it, see, it, like, it's taking so fucking long for the episodes of... Yeah, Kentucky are they at Red three Zero or four I think they're out at, of five? I think they're at three. They're still at three. Okay, yeah. I'm waiting until they're all done before I. Play I could be. Them I could be wrong. There could be the fourth. The fourth one could be out, and I just didn't see it. But it's like, that's that is a testament to how long it's taken that I don't even know. Yeah. What episode we're on? <laughs> like I've played the most recent one, but it's I, worse than waiting for Venture Brothers episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Kentucky Road Zero. Hey, you it too. Ooh, if you haven't played it, fuck! It's really good. Yeah. You really should. Life uh, is strange. Hyperdimension Neptunia U. Dad, why is it Let's still happening? Never talk about this series. What? It uh, keeps happening. No. This time on Vita. I've never gotten more hate in my life than when I made fun of this. Like, oh, God. In, in, yeah, like in my you entire monster. career, like I think sexualizing children is wrong. Well, let me tell you something, Mister. They're all from the moon, and they're three hundred years old, and you have no idea what you're talking. That's, that's basically. I love. What I, I love the like when you say like. I don't like that, you know, this scenario happened in this story. And they say, well, that's what the character would do. Yeah, well, Bob, like... you're overlooking <laughs> a couple of narrative subtleties, like at the point of the story when you have to make the moral choice over whether to look at a, a <laughs> vagina popping out between a little kid's <laughs> but it's like, it's like It's like people, through underwear. People it's, it's... literally forget that someone made up these characters yes. and uh-huh. put them in the situation. So when you go, I don't like that this happened, they go, well... That, that's what would logically happen in this scenario. You're like someone made up that scenario and the character. That, that reminds me of. Uh, I'm criticizing that uh, person. I, I'm reminded of something I saw online. Uh, somebody who could not get it into their head that no, the expanded universe in Star Wars is no longer canon. Uh, <laughs> like they were saying, like oh, there there are hints that Han Solo might end up dying in the either the first or second new sure, movie sure. because Harrison Ford really wants to be done with this character. And somebody was like, that's not. We all know what's going to happen. <laughs> Chewbacca's going to rescue Solo, and then no. uh, Han won't be there to save them in time, and Chewbacca will die. Disney and killed that. Chewbacca is not yeah, dead. Exactly. Like, Leia is not a lesbian, and, and Luke is not gay, despite his performances in the first three movies. <laughs> well, that's what somebody said. Like, no, that's expanding universe. That's not canon anymore. And this guy was like, "How can it? How can they say it didn't happen? It did happen. It was right there in the book. Like, like this was a true thing that had happened I'm in imagine, this guy's mind. He couldn't <laughs> reconcile." While he's it, typing, like the whole world behind him went black, <laughs> and he just stood up and looked into the yeah. abyss. Yep, yeah. But that reminds me of, and it like, stared um, also into him. <laughs> Reminds me of like Capcom's Deep Down, which might not ever happen. I'm not sure if it ever will, but oh, Chris is giving me the uh, what, no, 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 no. It's you can going, hear it, going. but um, 
the the lore reason the is like... The free-to-play game that was supposed to hit at launch? I, I don't know what the history of it is, but it's like, oh, in this world, women can't be heroes because of this reason. It's like, well, go into your premise and type in, now there are women. And then, like, put long hair on people and make them, like, more female. And there you go, women characters. <laughs> yeah, you, you put, put boobies on them and then, ah, it's fine. But it's like, no, the guy said there can't be women, therefore it can never happen. No. It's just like, <laughs> no, no yeah. you can make it happen. It's fine. It's, it's yeah, fiction. Yeah, people, like, like, when you criticize any scene in anything, like in Game of Thrones, if you criticize... The last episode, people go, well, that makes sense for the character. Well, it's like people invented that character yeah. and that scenario, and that's what we're mad at. <laughs> like, there's, there's an still, intentionality there's still, behind it. There's still people who have to pull the string. This that- isn't a real, this isn't a documentary about Westeros for fuck's sake. It's not, but there's still someone who makes a final decision has to and has to execute something that takes up to nine months sure. to a year. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I like, and there's, there's a chance for mistake. I'm only, because we, we were talking about, like, the criticism over The Witcher for no uh, black characters. Because it com- comes from Poland, who's only seen black people on ESPN, <laughs> and I can believe that. Yeah, and, but but there's no black characters. And the guy's like, well, it's I guess there should have been, but we just didn't. And like, sorry, and like, it's no excuse. It's like if you want a game with black characters, then it go. There's there's no shortage of stuff like that. Well, I think and, ultimately, like we look at the diversity issue, and it's like we mm-hmm. want diversity in part because we want all aspects of American society yes, to be re- reflected in a game. Because we are in America, and like it, we know it's you, you, us at this table at least are like I can totally get why other people in this country would want characters that look like them. Mm-hmm. But I have to understand, like I didn't see anybody asking for black characters in Bloodborne. Um, but you can, you can make a black character in Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh yes, you yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can. No, if you don't do it in a character creator, it's inexcusable. Right. But, but yeah, if, you decide, if you decide on on like to me, it's inexcusable. It's very easy to no. It's it's shit. inexcusable to not give full uh, customization. Yeah, to, not, over to not think about gender, that when, race, whatever. You know this in is going to the West. Creator. Give the option to change this. Yes. No big deal. Uh, but but sort of the idea that like, well, the games is the game any less enjoyable? With the, the main character still would have been a white dude. Hmm. Uh, like, what does it matter? I don't know. I, that's sort of where I was. Like, it would be nice if there were black yeah, characters. Yeah, but that's where we are. But um, we don't really have a place to comment on being underrepresented because we are overrepresented. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm Italian and yeah. Quentin Tarantino has a good origin yeah, we're, story for we're my people. represented in everything. So, you know. Not me. No one has my Brillo pad pubic hair of a head in <laughs> well, any ba- game I play. Basically, my stance is that I will shut up and let the people who are underrepresented Speak. No, that's true because you should. And like every I, time he's like, we well, heard I, that. And I don't have a case. Be addressed, but like, I don't know. What what, what did what did Ann call time? Like, uh, I don't want to speak for Ann. Uh, no, no. it's a <laughs> funny term I never heard before. Uh, cause something or like, grief thieves. <laughs> I, 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 it I, becomes a thing. I'm like, why I am I reading nothing. so much about this grief thieves? That's what. I, but whatever. Anyway, there was some know. criticism over Witcher for not having black characters, and and, and maybe that's fair criticism. But it's like you know, it's just criticism. It is just critical. Like, don't, yeah. get, don't get too upset about it. I think, once again, we've gotten ahead of the sound effect. Oh! You don't have any news playing? <laughs> this counts. <laughs> Very important. We play this in its entirety. Every single time. I need it. Yep. It feels mm. it There it is. Black Soul. The yeah. threshold is open. Wasn't we may continue the ritual. Once? Huh? It Wasn't it longer be, ones? There was. was. People version. demand it be longer, but Michael won't, won't listen. No, I won't budge. 
I want the, the modem to not connect and then retile. You know what I think? Michael Dow. <laughs> I want my dad to pick up and yeah. Why didn't I have a dial tone before that? With the Michael, <laughs> Michael downgraded it for consoles, and I can't believe he did that. It's fucking <laughs> oh, bullshit. It's the worst. That, is a, that is a controversy. Yeah, that's another controversy. Bullshit. For, for Witcher. That it's so they, uh, they did respond today, because I, I was on the news beat, about the accusations of downgrade. And they said, yeah, but where do they come from? They come from the fact that there was an old trailer that looked fucking amazing. Yeah. And their their 2013 E3 demo, which yeah. looked fucking, fucking phenomenal. Amazing. Did, and yeah. now the game doesn't look as good. And they basically came out and said what we all kind of knew, which is that, okay, yeah, we, we did that, and then that didn't really work in the whole yeah. open world and another way to put we it do that. would maybe be we could have done that but then it couldn't have been open world it would have been a very linear yeah. directed experience and also it, like the yeah. order 1886 mm. and I love corridor shooters basically, basically the game as it is would not have run on your PC if it looked like it did in those trailers and I do fault them for showing those before they knew whether or not they could achieve that. Like right. that's a that's an industry wide problem where yeah, it's, it's like not, it's not the they, first time this has happened. No, they yeah. show target footage and everyone goes, "That looks fucking amazing!" And then they release the game and it's like it doesn't look like the target footage. Well, no shit. Of course it doesn't. They shouldn't do that. I think it is a little bit misleading, but at the same time, to I, their I to, to their credit, they released about. Uh, uh, 13,000 trailers. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. a lot of trailers. For that uh, if, as someone who Bob probably has had to deal with that news, yeah. they release a new trailer every like five days, and they've released about like, I don't know, I guess being like more realistic, 18 trailers since then with a like a with, the, year, with the current graphics. I'd say 18 is probably a good A two-year hype cycle is difficult. So, and and, and, and I, someone who's had to make trailers before... I want to make the best fucking trailer in the universe that makes this shit yeah. look badass. And you should. And like, but, but that's not representative of the game. You can't make a trailer that's representative of a game that's not out for two yeah. years. That's impossible. I mean, and, 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 like, and like, maybe if you understand that this is a trailer, you'll probably see the game in motion, streamed even, and see what's possible. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand what's in the trailer that's not in the game that's so egregious. Oh, well, I mean, if you look at the comparisons, the, like... But I think you're first, talking about like actual gameplay elements. No, 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 I'm talking about just visually. If you oh. look at the first few trailers, the game looks fucking amazing. Mm. Like, yeah. like it looks unachievable. Turns out it Whoa, was unachievable, <laughs> and it's. Uh, I understand people being disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like I was disappointed because that the game looked um fucking. It still looks amazing. amazing. I thought it looked great. The second like Michael started out. No, I agree. He saved yeah. his games, brought his PS4 over. And then started up and immediately fell in the water because he saved in a boat that disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> and then fell into well, the water. I think, I think what happened was my boat sank, and then for whatever reason it auto-saved at that point. <laughs> With wow. no boat. Yeah. But he fell in the water. I'm like, these water effects are beautiful. This is like No, the- what I'm, what I'm kind of saying to everyone is that it seems like they did scale down the micro mm-hmm. like quality. Like Some of the textures are a little muddy and not that good. And like the grass doesn't look that good up close. But the macro, like the if you look at the achievement of the whole world mm-hmm. with like the sunset, just this orange yeah. sunset, this melancholy as, as the world. trees and the foliage wave in the breeze. Yeah, like the the macro accomplishment, the large scale accomplishment is still amazing. Yeah, even nice though benchmark. it it doesn't look as incredible as it did in mm-hmm. the trailer yeah. three years ago. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, well, I, I I take a little bit of that. Which sucks. Like that, but it sucks that it doesn't look as amazing as it did when we first saw it. But 
like everyone's like, why aren't you writing about this? Why aren't you mad about this? And we're kind of like, well, still kind of awesome. It looked <laughs> way better in trailers from three years ago. Mm-hmm. However, this is what we have in front of us now. And it's still a good game. Also, that's, don't that's worry. worry. That's what we're going to Go back talk and look about. at our review of the trailer from two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Give it five years and an enhanced edition will come no, out that you can it, buy for $40. Give it five weeks and Steam modders will have it all handled. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Modders are already working on it. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's frustrating to tell people like that they're wrong for being disappointed because they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're not wrong for mm-hmm. saying, like, no. I saw this at E3 two years ago it looked amazing it doesn't look like that anymore that's totally understandable to be upset yeah. but well I think as a reviewer i'm looking at what i yeah. have in front of me and i'm like this is still a really good game. i think yeah when you take the whole game yeah. into an, an into account the graphical issues seem very minor yes and so like to pitch a fit and say you won't buy a game because of the graphical issues like while i can understand that it's just like you're you're complaining about your cake because the icing isn't the right color. Exactly. Right? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. I, I want yeah. to talk about like, I want to talk about what's good here and there's a lot good here. James right? Cameron announces a new movie. It's going to be an IMAX 3D and then he tells us a couple weeks before it's released, guys, couldn't do the IMAX thing. It's not in 3D. Yeah. Sorry. Uh their movie canceled. Yeah. Not <laughs> seeing it. Fuck no. James Cameron. No, there's no way this he movie is shit. any good because it's not exactly <laughs> what he said like but I, he has his reasons, I'm sure, and like, does I, he? Let's I think throw I, this all on James Cameron. I think so, I gave uh, okay. Dark Souls two a five out of five, but there was <laughs> there were tons of complaints about how like the lighting system was not yeah. what it was promised to be, mm-hmm. and it did impact gameplay a tiny bit, but not enough for me to you know yeah. let it you I know mean, destroy like the entire game. experience. The rise for me, of two yeah. D games and the, the indie games is an indication that like artistic art direction is more important than graphics uh, for the most part. Uh, Thank you for saying that because I had an argument on Twitter mm-hmm. oh, no. the other day. Yeah, Twitter argument. <laughs> the most I, important. Where I said I'm really, argument. I'm really tired of downgrade mm-hmm. anger because it really de- like the conversation becomes about how many particle effects there are, Not and we point. all we all forget that Mario is fucking beautiful. <laughs> well, no, we all yeah. forget that like yeah. when working within limitations, artists can still create yes. beautiful things, and like. Even if the limitations are you can't have as many particle effects as they showed at E3 two years ago, they could that this could still be a beautiful game and oh, like man. and is. Actually, that leads me to something I read. Did and the art direction, the design, the 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 artists working on the modeling, like mm-hmm. their work should not be diminished by the fact that they could not have. Yeah that many particle effects in a scene. Yeah, I agree. You know, mm-hmm. like, their work is still good. There was an awesome article on a, from a game designer about why pixel art sucks. I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did see that, yeah. And I didn't finish reading it. But it wasn't why pixel art sucks. It's why people see that pic- think of pixel art as retro. Yes. When yeah. it's yeah. not. It's, like, it's, it's a contemporary valid art form, but people don't see it that way. And if that's going to affect sales, and if it's going to affect the way that games look on different sizes yeah. of screen, we should abandon it. No, he did a really good comparison of like, dude, the- look at the Street Fighter Four animations. They're not that good, but everyone thought they were better than animations from. Yeah, he had, he sure. had the mighty final fight sprites. Next yeah. to, was it the Rambo? Rambo yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's incredible. That These guys were. You reminded me of that because it was people working within their limitations. But it yeah. was like the, he showed like Street Fighter Three mm-hmm. sprites mm-hmm. animations against Street Fighter Four animations. It was like, no, the, the three animations were unequivocally. 
better, really, really for sure, yeah, better yeah. artistically than the Street Fighter Four animations, which, they were hand drawn. which are beautiful 3D, great things. But he showed like Chun Li doing an attack, mm-hmm. and yeah. in three and four, and it was like Chun Li was so expressive in three and so. And, like, and that, but having dozed her body like a whip crack, having done through was, Street yeah. Fighter Four on a, on a on a fucking programmer level for real, right. um, like. There are a lot of things you don't have to convey because Chun-Li isn't moving at 24 sure. frames a second. Sure. She's moving at 60 frames a second. So you can get all that action across, but when her, when her move is two frames, that's why her, like... Yeah. But yeah. I, I appreciate both. I do. Three is a different, like, like, a whole different, like, ballgame. Right. Completely. But just, just to say, when you're working in limitations, even if you're working in the limitation of, like, 2D pixel art... The art can still be fantastic, I just, I like, and can still be better than mm-hmm. HD, three D animated. Yeah. But when you get people who are like drawing on a digital pad, like pixel art. But the the, the 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 point of the guy's thing was mm-hmm. to say that people don't necessarily pick up on the fact that the art is better if it's pixelated, mm-hmm. and they just see yeah. it as pixelated. Yeah, it seems, and it so seems pandering. He, he's basically saying my responsibility is to communicate good art to what people think is good art and good so art, baby. I mean I didn't totally agree with the article I thought it was a little bit like uh, uh, you guys don't understand good art so fuck <laughs> it fuck it I guess I gotta it's do it to school you yeah. I guess I gotta make it like Ori or something you fucks <laughs> you know like Ori which is beautiful I, I did like it though because there's this weird like retro and like I, I do a retro games podcast what? So I, yes that's me Bob Mackey retro no. nuts. yes I'm sorry Bob Mackey I, I never heard of you I kept it a secret this whole time but <laughs> there are some people out there who are like okay retro games you are not meant to see these pixels you have to you have to play this game on a CRT TV yeah. on on like with R with like an RF switch connector and like a room with shag carpeting and like you need the entire experience but it's like no there is beauty in pixels because every square has mm-hmm. meaning and yes. you need to convey as much meaning as possible it's, that's why I love that like DuckTales uh, McDuck sprite yeah. because there is so much like meaning crammed to this tiny little, little yeah. square of information yeah they had to revert back to his red coat from the comics because there was not enough blue yeah, that to go sense. around for his jacket but so, everything reads uh, you see the spats you yeah. see his like like his yeah. little spectacles everything you can see him when he cries when his eyes close yeah. when you're dealing with like really small frames well, of animation what was the example in that article of like really bad pixel art I think I, it was the Rambo, Rambo uh, yeah yeah it was Rambo versus uh, Mighty Final Fight, which is not a great it game. It looks like but Sylvester still. Stallone with Down syndrome being melted. <laughs> yeah. Well, like it was the difference between like trying to represent what it would look like if it were higher res mm-hmm. with pixels, like really carefully yeah. placing the pixels to create like, an eye using colors really carefully to create the illusion versus just drawing the shitty outline yeah. of an eye and like mm-hmm. an MS Paint version and, of Rambo. And yeah, like yeah. the. The final fight, like this, reads as an eye, and the Rambo. It's like this reads as some weird black and white symbol. <laughs> it was a really fascinating article, even if you don't agree with it. And yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but you it's can find Polygon, it. It's on Polygon, right? I think so. I'm no, sure they was, it came from somewhere else. Okay. But it did. It was, it was a developer posting uh, on his own sort of. Body. And I love that we live in a world where that's happening now. Me too. Because as, as, as ah, much as we have as many ways to complain about things. That <laughs> Sorry, that's me being cynical. As much as we have any uh, to voice our opinions about anything and everything, developers are also not being fired for expressly speaking out about things. Yeah, like pulling the curtain back and like this is how we all. I think I, I, I'm baff, I, baffled by how developers, how differently developers can feel from gamers sometimes. I mean, I back mean, to back to The Witcher. Their statement. If I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to read it emotionally, I'm going to read I'm going to read into what they said. Please. Uh, this isn't exactly what they said, but this is what they said. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I, I, we, we, we're really proud we, of the game. We made... I mean, I know we know it looked different before, but then it just didn't work, and I... <laughs> Why are you so mad at us? Because we, we, we just wanted to make it really good. I don't understand. Yeah. Like that, that was the tone of their statement was like, wh- wh- what? I mean, yeah, like uh, what we showed is not what we shipped, but we still think it looks pretty good, right? And my opinion is that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay, guys. I mean, Pat I on assume, the back, it still looks pretty good. I assume those people don't remember what the game looked like two years ago, yeah, but they probably like everyone don't. else does. They're so like yeah. embedded in the graphics programming and they're working on it so closely. That- I think par- a big part of the argument, though, is also saying that like the consoles dragged the PC version down. Oh, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a bit of so? bitterness so? and resentment, I think, aimed at consoles. Although, if they were going to oh, make that I think argument... They might be right. If they were going to make that argument, then I would say... Aim that at the the controls in the gameplay because it's right. very streamlined for consoles. Like Absolutely. Geralt has mm-hmm. two attacks, a light and a heavy. Uh, you you pull up his sign powers no, I, from a I, weapon wheel. I made sure we criticized that in the review because the radial menu for the. I mean, signs, don't get me wrong. I love that shit because I play on PS4. Yeah, that's fine. But I I did make sure we pointed out in our review that the radial menu is definitely a console conceit. Mm-hmm. Like that that wouldn't have happened on PC. It would have been hotkeys, mm-hmm. and and that's a bigger problem. But uh, you know, no, CD Projekt did address the. They said. Um, I lost my train of thought. But they said something that I. They said they were going to change their name for something other than CD Project. For fuck's sake! (laughs) Weird name. For fuck's sake! It's 2015. They're Um, also good old games, right? Yeah, I thought so. They are. Yeah, they uh, that. Oh yeah, they have a a super deep affiliation. CD Project owns good old games. Do they? I didn't know. I swear to God, I didn't know that. Oh really? Okay. No, I had no idea. They're one of the same. I feel really ignorant. CD Project Red is the development company that makes The Witcher, but CD Project. The publisher I owns that. GOG. That's why that... Because oh, wow. I remember when like GOG's like, we're doing all these old PC games and Witcher 2. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's CD Projekt. Yeah. yeah. Love GOG. Love the GOG. Did yeah. not know that, though. <sighs> but yeah, I do feel like there's a certain resentment in the air. I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. I haven't really seen PC gamers sniping this hard at consoles since the days of... Assassin's Creed Unity? No, I was going to say um, Deus Ex... Uh, oh, that's a good one. Whatever yeah. the second Deus Ex yeah, game yeah. is. Uh, Human Revolution, right? Human Revolution. Yeah, yeah. It's the third one. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. what they said. No, no, no. Like, um, God damn, what's the second one called? I finally, uh, Deus Storm. I finally remembered after, after my long... Invisible um, War. That that's was right, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, Deus Ex Invisible War and Thief Deadly Shadows... Which both got lambasted for being dumbed down for consoles. I think they were just dumbed down in general. Thief well, is the recent yeah. thief, right? No, um, no, no, no. The, the most recent thief is not just called fantastic. Thief, right? yeah, it's just yeah, called thief. That's what Deadly thought. Shadows actually got a, a raw deal because that was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Invisible War, I didn't think was bad, but like Astro Boy, like I played that before I played Deus Ex, and I still haven't really played the first Deus Ex. Mm. But, I think uh, people are coming around on that game. Actually, the second Deus Ex. Yeah. Like I think people are, are recognizing that it is still a good game, just not in the same context of the original. Yeah. No. Yeah. So what I was umming over that I finally remembered that CD Projekt did say was basically they admitted yes we I mean they didn't say this I'm paraphrasing they basically were like yeah we did make some concessions for consoles The Witcher Three never would have been made unless it 
we made it for consoles. Oh, of course not. No, there's mm-hmm. no way. We never would have had the money to make it unless we made it for consoles. And it's like, look, that's just a fucking fact. Like, you can't argue with a fact. Like, they wouldn't have had the money to make it mm-hmm. unless they had said to Microsoft and Sony, we'll make it for your shit. Still seems yeah. like sour grapes for me, the PC audience. To eat. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't to me because I'm like... Good. I'm. I'm glad they got to make it. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't. No, have it does, made does it. seem like it, Witcher has always Otherwise. seemed like a game that shouldn't exist. And and it's, it's always too ambitious yeah. and too big. Um, I, originally, it was never for consoles. And if I, it, like if I, Chris and Tista, your boy Hala, uh, were choosing games to be made, and someone pitched The Witcher to me, I'd say no fucking way. No fucking Absolutely way. Is not. that is that a big seller? No way do we put that much work into a game. So like that, it became so became popular enough that they could port it to consoles and then mm-hmm. make the game they did, Witcher 3, which mm-hmm. we just gave like a 92, which is like, by all accounts, a fucking fantastic fucking game by all accounts. The fact that they could make that really did rely on the fact that, like, it, just, it wouldn't have been what it is unless they could have made it for consoles. I do understand being butthurt over not getting And it doesn't look as good want. as maybe it could have. But please don't overlook the content... Of the package, as a result of what you not right. not being not delivering on certain expectations. Well, just the, all the voice acting, all the writing, all the towns you can visit, like that. I always say when I was matters. in the horrible position of reviewing games, which I'm not anymore, and I couldn't be happier about. It. <laughs> uh, you, you don't you don't review uh, over real content, but over like expectations expectations that are promised. Mm-hmm. And, and if you can if you can take a hit in some areas and excel in others, like that is See, surpassing. I, 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 when I review a game, I try to ignore all the expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, what are they trying to do? Well, whether they're delivered on promise, and that's yeah, part but of I, expectations. But I go, without, without all the expectations, without all the promise, without all the E3 trailers, I go, what were they trying to do here, and did they succeed? And I try to figure out what they were trying to do by playing it, mm-hmm. and then as I play it, I go, did they succeed at what I think they're trying to do? And if not, then, you know, it's a low score. But it seems like CD Projekt succeeded at what they were trying to do, even if the graphics aren't. As good as they used to be. Why is the Laser Time Facebook group posting my mugshot again? Because it's like hilarious. Fucking years yeah. ago. It's fucking hilarious. Let's stop talking about The Witcher. What, right. what else happened? Uh, Shuhei Yoshida, um, president of Sony Computer Entertainment, uh, tweeted and confirmed today that, uh, today being Wednesday, that uh, Bloodborne is getting DLC. Oh, thank Ooh. God. Soon. I can't believe yeah. it. Nowhere near done. I can't wait. Uh, I had no idea. Who game. here has finished Bloodborne? Anyone I have. Me? Oh, I have too. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. No, I have cool. Not. Nowhere close. Did I've never played it. Nowhere close. I love Tyler. it. I, I never had I'm like a third of the way into my New Game Plus playthrough, and then I just How like... New Game Plus, by the way? I, I just started really a new character. Really fucking hard. That's what I thought, yeah. Well, it's it's not really fucking hard, but it feels like... Like, I'm at, like... I started at, like, level 104, mm. and it felt like being set back to level 1. Like, everything's really tough again. Is it hard to find co-op? Harder to find co-op? Um, you know, I've, like that? I've only been able to find co-op once. Wow. And and I was invaded once by a guy who just stood there while I hacked at it. I've never been invaded, but um, co-op has gotten a lot easier to do with recent patches. They've, they've really fixed that oh, functionality, good. yeah. Yeah, but the, the standout thing, and I tweeted about this with uh, New Game Plus... Is that there's that moment in the first area where, like, you have to cross this big bridge, and there's, mm-hmm. like, a, a horde of guys, and then, like, another guy at the back will set fire to this giant, like, wicker ball. Oh, yeah, that And guy. send it across the bridge, and it will kill everybody, including you if you're dumb enough to stay in its way. This time around, in New Game Plus, it goes across, hits everybody, I go back on the bridge... 
Everyone is wounded <laughs> somewhat, like a fourth of their life is off, so there but are like they're still alive. So there are eight guys after yeah, you at this point. Exactly, now. yeah. I'm really excited because, like, uh, like above all, the DLC for Dark Souls and Dark Souls 2 has been better than the original games they came from. So I feel like this is going to be, like, addressing criticism and, like, trying to figure out, like, what is the best content we can make based on what people thought about the original game. And that's kind of what they've done so far. Yeah. Well, at least they've they made the load times much better. That, that, I think that, that was the biggest changed, criticism. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you can now read, like, item descriptions in uh-huh. that time, which is... It actually makes the load times go by faster. You're like, oh, I'll read about this item that I, I picked up eight it's years like ago. It's like a mini-tutorial in a game that doesn't really have one. I haven't I haven't played it because they hate PC gamers. Like, I didn't, they do I, hate them. I go, I go to neogaf.com slash why do, you, why do they hate PC gamers? <laughs> also, uh, people <laughs> buying PCs didn't end up funding Bloodborne. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny because... Hey, we, fuck you. We've got a fucking... Castlevania game coming our way because uh, we fucking kickstarted that a hundred dollar fucking physical Man. copy of Castlevania. I would I would play fucking Castlevania. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, uh, like me Castlevania, too. but with fucking fuck it as a bat. It's not actually. Yeah. It's a it's a it's an Igavania. Mm-hmm. It is an Igavania. Mm-hmm. There's yes. no castle Igavania. involved so no for castle. the one that you're inside for the entire game. He's like no castles. <laughs> Can't have a castle. He should just work That's, with Nintendo that to, call IP it, is owned. to have them publish it and call it Metroidvania. <laughs> it, would, it would kill. It would if kill. So, if, if someone made a game called Metroidvania, that think would about be that. The That'd be insane. That would yeah. be insane. It's named a genre, kind of like PC Gamer. Jesus. <laughs> I'm surprised like the Abobo's Big Adventure people haven't made that. Yeah, yeah where have they been? It's been a while. Metroidvania. Yeah. Um, also, one there more one more news item. Speaking of Nintendo, uh, <laughs> hired a new VP of Sales. Doug Bowser, <laughs> the, the guy, I, the guy I, who's more qualified, who lost the job, has to be so pissed right now. I feel like this is not a meritocracy. Doug Bowser, his name yeah. was Dan Toadstool. Well, he, he joins the ranks of Activision's uh, good goof, good goof. Dan Hitler and Sega's uh, Stephen Robotnik. Yes, Bob Knuckles. <laughs> Bob Knuckles. <laughs> that's that's awesome, though. Yeah. I mean, that's just cool that that. <laughs> uh, was that a that has to be? But a all I'm saying is like, do you know how often Nintendo sends out press releases about its VP of sales? <laughs> Never. They were more excited about this than anybody. We can make a is joke. It, can, wait, can, it, can you quote Chris, Chris Kohler's tweet again? Because I thought it was passing? hilarious. Oh, it was. Um, I, I can't. I don't it was have an it internal memo from the yeah. VP of sales. In, internal memo uh, to to all staff. Subject: Please do not ever touch the axe in my office. Uh-huh. <laughs> Entertains well, the shit. It's out really of me. his fault for you know being on that bridge over lava. Yeah, well, so you know, he can't he can't really pick where well, his normally I stand in front of it, and <laughs> jump occasionally, yeah. spew fireballs at supplicants. Anyway, yes. Bowser, from Bowser, the Midwest in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Bowser now runs a portion of Nintendo. Should we all be worried? Which I mean, means fewer... He's a villain. He's villain. It means fewer third-party games, right? Because <laughs> he's evil. <laughs> I did read a news story about uh, that. Someone, Nintendo Life published a thing about how hard it is for independent publishers on the Nintendo systems. And that their bench, their, their goal is that they can't meet is 3,000 units for... Uh, Third party digital, yeah, three thousand wow. units. So like every podcast you've ever put out has had more downloads than a game on Nintendo. <laughs> and people were complaining, why does why does Bloodstained um, Ritual of the Night not have a Wii U version? That's the that's the answer. There you no, go. no one would buy it. <laughs> there you that's, go. Like, I mean, than, that's, that's insane. From someone I know who works at uh, a major publisher, mm-hmm. anytime they put out a game for Xbox and uh, PS4, there's a 
million people in the comments going, why not Wii U? Fuck you. You made, it, like, you made a bad choice. And it's like they put out a Wii U game and no one buys it. You made a bad choice. And, and also like, Box Boy is great. You, you, <laughs> bought the wrong, great. you bought the wrong console. and your, Or maybe your parents bought the wrong console for you. What, whatever happened, you didn't buy the right thing. But I only limit that because if I had a dream job right now in the universe... It's to move indie games from Steam over to 3DS. Mm. There's too many games where that would be the optimal platform to play shit on. No, for real. And like, I think and 3DS so- does Unity now, right? Yeah, no, it does. But yeah. it's, it's more like like Sony... Uh, Vita has a, good, a bunch of good games that happen to run on PlayStation 4 and no, Vita. There's, there's so many great games on PC that mm-hmm. are developed for PC because, hey, we don't have to pay anyone. We don't have to ask anyone for mm-hmm. a license. We can just make it. Mm-hmm. So we make it. And somebody but brought it's up like Jamestown just came out on like PS4. Like Jamestown is amazing. So cool, it's a yeah. perfect 3DS but, game. But, but you don't really? want to play it with yeah, a keyboard. It's, it's, it's so weird. Like I reviewed it four years ago. It was like mm-hmm. the first game I reviewed when I moved out here to work great. in games. Yeah, but you want to play like, it with a with oh, a yeah, controller. Yeah, it's great with a controller. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of games on Steam like that now. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like I fucking love uh, Towerfall. They just came mm-hmm. out with some DS, DLC, and they did eventually put that on what PS4. Um, or what's that? Yeah. yeah, it's on PS4. PS4, Towerfall Ascension. But it like as a PC game, it sucks. <laughs> oh really? Well, no, 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 exclusive. No, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. But like, you need it on a TV with all your with friends and a bunch of controllers. And like, how mm-hmm. many people have their PC hooked up to a TV with a bunch yeah. of controllers? Not that many. Mm-hmm. So I've never played it on a PC and had like a huge amount of fun. I've played it on a PS4 and had a huge amount of fun. That number, and that's in conjunction with all the other crap I complain about with Nintendo. Like, we need an address that's an actual business. If it's your home, you don't get to be on. I've platform. heard about that too. Yeah, it's, it's really sad because that could be a real, 3DS. Could be. A, I prefer the 3DS experience to the Vita for some reason. I think it's just a more portable system. I have to have a little cozy, mm-hmm. a koozie for my fucking PS. Oh, you, you have know? a koozie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the battery life is shit, and like it, it's great. I, I'm, I'm gonna dig into Helldivers next week because I've been told I like that. Oh, a it's lot. a good game. Yeah, uh, playing but it. I, but it's cross by lovely. Vita uh, has its else? benefits. Michael looks like he wants. What to else happened, Michael? <laughs> well, I just kind of want to segue into the community segment because this no. has gone on for like an it hour. Has. It was Dan, Dan Harmon fired himself. Mm-hmm. Did he? From Community. It's really? Awesome Instagram. Serious? He's like, this time I'm firing myself. He removes himself from the community. His, from the sign outside his door. It's oh. over. There's no more Community. Oh, okay. But oh, all sad. they promise is a movie. Really? Wow. Well, it's it was supposed to be 13 episodes. It's all right. I didn't realize. I didn't know if there was like drama. or Was that no! the sixth season okay. or was it the fifth? Is six seasons in a movie? Uh, we can't talk about Community every single time I we, bring up the Community That's segment. what I'm saying. It's the last time. One day it'll exactly. be over. Okay. Last week's question of the week. <laughs> What's a game character you used to think was cool but have since outgrown? Ooh. Tyler, Bob, you have answers to this? Oh jeez! Uh, you can think about it. Like one I second. already said, Bubsy. <laughs> Bubsy. By the way, I loved Bubsy before I played. Okay. Um, mm. Fuck. I guess I like. I really thought Max Payne was super cool. <laughs> what about that guy with the eye patch in Command and Conquer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never thought he, he was cool. Kane? Is that who that is? No, I am not Kane. Kane. Kane's the bald dude who Albert Einstein. Yeah. Yes, that one. <laughs> that one. No, what, I mean, what a I, cock! I, I'm going to stick with Max Payne because, like, I actually didn't get that it was a parody of anything. I had never really seen film noir or anything when I saw it, so I just thought, like, this is a cool ex-cop. Who, every character should be Max Payne. Every character <laughs> should be. Yeah, exactly. This is a cool badass character, and then I realized, like, oh, it's a parody. Mm-hmm. 
And I every DC character should be Batman. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not right for thinking that every dream sequence where he's walking on a blood trail was like mm-hmm. cool. so deep. It's like the crow. Deep. Yeah, you yeah. can make that into its own spinoff game. Like like Max real- Payne blood trails. I, rea- I realize at some point, like Max Payne is making fun of stuff and not just cool. Well, in addition to being an awesome shooting gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I love. I still love the games. They're really fun. I thought of one. Uh, I think it's Dante from uh, <laughs> Devil May Cry One. I can. Th- I, this I can, party's getting crazy. Bob. I can hear Chris's uh, uh, Randall uh, impression in my head right now. You know what, Dante? Thank it's you. about time you threw your sword over the fence. Really <laughs> I mean, like, you know what your problem is, Bob? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't have any. It's that quick stop job, isn't it? I thought so. Um, for Dante, like, I think I took him at face value, where I was like, this Matrix stuff is cool, I guess. <laughs> and I'm also 10. Yeah, well, I was I was 18 or 19, but let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> Ages, what? Going back to it later, I was like, oh, this is what Japan thought was cool that in was 1999. Cool yep. like, oh, Which is still the same right now. And I'm not sure, like, people always go, oh, wacky Japan, but I think there is some self-awareness there. Like, they understand what is crazy and what is silly. <laughs> yeah. But with Dante, it's like, he is always, like... The, the 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 one-liners are awful in that yeah, game. Really it's bad. like it's like flock off. Featherface was one of the ones yeah. when he's fighting a giant bird. Sounds much better when Bayonetta is saying it. That's a, it is much better. Yes. And he's always like playing to a camera that he shouldn't know exists <laughs> in that game. <laughs> it's very like I don't know if I should take it seriously or not, but it's like he is he was he's like a farcical character. Which oh, is geez. wow. Now I realize I was so wrong. My answer is fucking Duke Nukem. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I thought Duke Nukem was cool and funny, and then I realized. <laughs> A, A, all his lines are fucking references. I don't have time to play with myself. All his lines are references to stuff like uh, the Your Evil Dead. Is a reference. Like, I thought the Evil Dead was cool. but And it was. Yeah. It is. It, it is. is. It is fucking great. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that Duke Nukem took all his lines from that fucking yeah. movie and, like. Yeah. It's coming out now how much every game is. Hail to the King, baby. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was Duke's line. I realize now. It just, I grew up, I grew up as they a. They stole fu- that line. I grew up as a fucking nerd. And, like, whenever I'd watch my friends to play StarCraft, I'm like, that's an alien line. Mm. And then, recently, yeah. like, right after Fury Road hit, it's like, here are games that ripped off of Mad Max. Wholesale, <laughs> full lines and characters. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we didn't all know that. Games have been taking from these like a yeah. couple of '80s genre yep. movies forever, mm-hmm. but I, I just thought nerds were nerds and covered all their ground. But apparently, a lot of gamers. By know. the way, we haven't talked about it. Fury Road, <sighs> fucking great, fucking great. Keep my dick it. in the dirt. Oh my wonderful. god, Bob! I'm what seeing you... it this week. I oh. swear, with his grandmother. So I'm ejaculating <laughs> right now just thinking about it. Wow, who's dead? All over the place. <laughs> there was a. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a me? I had a splooge uh, moment in the movie when like uh, motorcycles are screaming over dunes and they're being picked off in midair <laughs> and guys are spread eagle falling <laughs> off. That's so good. It really was like an awesome moment. Yeah. Really just I want I like. Mike Grimm wasn't with me in the theater when mm-hmm. I watched it, but there were several times where I wanted to like hug him his, like, and blue... kiss his cheek mm-hmm. and say, "This is for you." Mike. His blue Jedi ghost was there next to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, for you. He's like I quietly was... nodding, like he's yes. like he's like Tyler. Those are four Chevrolets fused <laughs> together. Ah, uh, so good. I want to actually get back to the last yeah, expression of the week. We got to get through this. Sorry. So Slain Puddle was the first to post. Saying uh, the character that he used to think was cool is my custom design of CJ in GTA San Andreas. <laughs> I had him wearing a black tank, a blank tank top, Agent Smith tattoo, cargo pants and boots, a cowboy hat, and a Zorro mask. <laughs> I also had him work out to the point where I achieved maximum muscle mass with no fat, unlike yours truly. 
I thoroughly enjoyed watching my I thoroughly enjoyed watching my abomination in cutscenes wearing this specific ward uh, ride in all my four playthroughs of the game. Then one fateful day came along where my best friend hung out at my house and he wanted to try out San Andreas. As soon as the game loaded up, he burst out laughing and asked me to change CJ's clothes because he couldn't take the game seriously. This Aww. movie doesn't start on The Rock, also that was yesterday. <laughs> I think my CJ had a tuxedo if there was a tuxedo in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty sure there was. There was always the temptation to make him as ridiculous as possible, but after all, it's like, I kind of want a believable 90s gangster. I let yeah. him get fat as fuck just because like... Yeah. If I wanted to spend this much time working out as a character to improve my physique, obviously I'd do it in real life. <laughs> this guy can hold guns and steal everything. It's like, much easier to do this, though, with a controller, you know, than no, to actually work out. I thought it was so obnoxious. I'm glad it was never included again. Yeah. The thing is, like, my by the end of the game, like, I almost never ate anything yeah. as CJ because you don't really need to. Like, yeah. as long as you're Save running game, around and... Save the game, stop. And yeah, he's, exactly. He's you never need to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but Moan for Stallone says, Growing up in the 80s, I wanted nothing more than to be from Australia because of Crocodile Dundee. Hell yeah. With no official video game tie-in, though, I had to settle for 8-Bit Adventure Bayou Billy. Oh, no. (laughs) Who seemed legit at the time, but in hindsight, rocked about as hard as Joey Buttafuoco's left pant leg. Wow. (laughs) That's good. He is an 80s kid. Uh, Moan for Stallone sent me a thing. Hey, did you know that Paul Hogan has been in 10 movies in the last 30 years? (laughs) Other than Lightning Jack? And half of them are Crocodile Dundee. Uh, <laughs> trivia, it's called Mad City in Japan, so wow. take that, everyone. Okay. Wow. No one cares. <laughs> That's like the second podcast I've heard you bring that up. <laughs> Mad City? We're living in a loop. And why does Billy look like Clifford star Charles Grodin in as- with acid-washed jeans, Brett Michaels' first bandana, and a rope for a belt? Uh, Michael know. Bean must have been too busy at the time. <laughs> Which I think they were, then, speaking of Mad Max, they said Michael Bean was almost in the movie. Oh, wow. That would have been cool. character. Get shitter. <laughs> also, R.A.P. Konami. Speaking of ba- Bayou Billy, mm-hmm. oh, yeah? that's a Konami game, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. We'll see never see another one. I'm they're sure they're barely there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're done. No, they'll do the same thing as all those other Japanese companies. They can't afford to make sequels to their own games, and they will license it out to able and passionate developers mm-hmm. who will. I can see that. Happening. There will be more Silent Hills, and there will probably be more. Metal I don't games. think we should be mad at Konami. But you should be, you should be sad about Konami's withdrawal from yeah. the market because they lost. They they invested a lot. They fucked up. Hey, tell me how, what you thought of Never Dead before you think Konami never tried. Oh, <laughs> that game. Oh, no. A very expensive oh, failure, but it was based on, like, we're going to make you laugh. We're going to make a great action game. And some of it's pretty fun. But yeah, early on, like, the first couple levels aren't bad. Who was the guy behind that? Like, was he, like, a higher-up? Um, I like, think he was an go- Asian guy with black hair. Mm. <laughs> really? Let me think. Uh, one time I pooped a SNES cartridge says, I'll be the one to say it, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I grew up watching the cartoon, and one of my favorite games for Chili a little dog. while was Sonic Adventure because I was a stupid kid that didn't oh, know any better. That was the non-Jalil White Sonic, so I yeah. cannot buy into this uh, at all. Okay, looking back now, the whole character is super cringy with how Sega tried to make him hip and cool. On a side note, however, I really grew out of Jack and Daxter. Jack was way more yeah. it was a way more interesting character when he was a silent hero, and Daxter's voice sounds like Gilbert Gottfried getting his teeth pulled. Max Cassell <laughs> will never say that. He's great in no. The Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. It's Doogie uh, Hauser's friend. Harriet Tubgirl. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a civil civil rights leader. <laughs> Harriet Tubgirl. So this is in February. Uh, says Klonoa. Not just mispronouncing oh, wow. his name wrong, but then growing but then growing up getting 
I've been getting too deep into the lore. Now wow. it's just vague memories, including burning a copy of Klonoa Beach Volleyball and playing it for hours. Oh, I didn't know there was that much Klonoa lore, and I consider myself a, Kl- a Klonoa yeah. fan. Well, you only have two games to work with. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pedo Bearclaw says, Vincent from Final Fantasy VII. Mm. In my teen years, I thought this vampire with a gold arm was the coolest, but now I feel like he's a Molgoth repurposing his Vash the Stampede <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> I want to change mine. <laughs> I'm covering up a bureau. My, mine is now thinking Aiko is more important than it was. Aw, <laughs> Aiko's fun. Oh, I think it influenced actually a, a, a lot of people, and we're just seeing that now. What, what happened is that I played it with my mom. Uh, and we played it together and beat it together, so it's like a really important like thing for me that game. But if I, I think if I went to play it now, I'd be like, it's, it's not that. It's not. I don't like. I give it way too much credit. I think now yeah. it's like it's the best game ever because I had that experience. I don't know. I, re- I replayed it a few years ago and I, th- I thought it held up. So. It helps up. You would, you sure weep. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tranquil Best. Because those are my Japanese people. <laughs> Tranquil Best 22 says, Sonic the Hedgehog, and not the early 90s Sega Mega Drive version, the 3D one for the last twenty or last 15 years. I wasn't borderline obsessed with the character, but I was uh, at the right age demographic when games like Sonic Heroes and Sonic X were big. The mild fascination with the character drifted into my teenage years when I bought t-shirts and figures of him. Thanks to internet culture, fuck you, DeviantArt, in parentheses, I have completely stopped liking him and will only play games uh, that he is featured in, such as Smash Brothers and Sega Kart games. Not the first stupid uh, internet culture either. The first uh, menaced brony tipper fuckheads have ruined me wearing uh, pork pie hats in the summer. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and I... Holy shit. What was that? That's the best... I love following the account on Twitter, Bad Sonic Fan Art. That's good. And I had, to send, good. It, I had to send it to Grimm. Um, it was... There it is. Uh, Got to show this to Bob. Let's see. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, vote yes. Marriage, marriage equals one man and one right, woman. Yes. I never would have thought that. Fe- featuring Shadow the High. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Sonic gives a shit who you marry. It kind of makes him... Yeah. Well, also, which makes characters... Sonic less petty than God. <laughs> yeah. The characters you're showing there, I'm pretty sure that's uh, four men and one woman. It is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Listen, God an, created an Sonic and Knuckles, not Sonic and... An androgynous fox with an abnormality. Not Sonic and Amy. There you go. Sonic believes in traditional marriage. I'm tired of you saying... Membin Saiyan Rain says Cloud Strife used to be my hero when Final Fantasy VII came out. He wielded a massive sword that could only cleave through the toughest of enemies with the greatest of ease, rides a badass motorcycle that can hold an assortment of weaponry, and is saving the world from an equally cool looking guy that also wields an awesome sword. Now that I've grown up, I've learned that Cloud is an emotionally unbalanced, brooding teenager that wields a poorly designed weapon that should have thrown his back out by now. True. Uh, avoids his damn fine-looking childhood friend that obviously shows affection for him so that he could brood more uh, and is pretty much designed to be a high schooler's wet dream without any likable traits to anyone who's not an emotional wreck. Yep. And get a fucking haircut. <laughs> so he, he mentions without name Sephiroth in that, uh, in that thing. And... Uh, so me and my best friend in like, mm, I guess I was probably 14, mm-hmm. uh, were, were, were big into Sephiroth, and he, he was more into him. He had long hair oh, that he bleached, uh, uh, okay. entirely blonde, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he's embarrassed by the photos, but he 100% had like Sephiroth hair that uh, he, he really believed in. 
at the time. I had a friend who who threatened to dye his hair Sephiroth gray, but he never went through with it. Well, well, you, your friend was just not. Uh, he didn't cool live the enough. dream. No, he yeah. probably got too Sonic obsessed. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. I wanted to, to add one from last week that mm-hmm. I didn't say. Uh, David from Battle Arena Toshinden Three. <laughs> Nobody remembers this character, but he was he was like my teenage wet dream of like how I wanted to see myself. He wore a trench coat and fought with a chainsaw. Oh, so cool! You must have fallen in love with things. So quickly. cool! So how do you feel about Boondock Saints? <laughs> uh, I probably would have it loved it when I was younger. <laughs> um, I'm glad I never saw it because I probably would have loved it too. In like yeah, 1999, actually, yeah, you would. I saw the sequel yeah. a few years ago and I thought it was okay. It read, was silly. I have to read this. It's the worst thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. That sequel is fucking terrible. Oh, so um, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, no, I was going to say Samurai Showdown. Uh, you know the old guy with the fishing pole. I, you know, yes. Samurai Showdown. Yeah, they, there's yeah. in in any fighting game, there's an old guy with a fishing pole, and I really <laughs> thought that was really cool, and that I could be like I could become an old wizened. Was like, that why you ended up hanging with homeless expert. dudes like out of the docks? Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, you even remember that I story? Do. Wow, that's awesome. When I first moved to San Francisco, I hung out with homeless people a lot. Wow. But uh, um, I wanted to be the old guy with the fishing pole who, uh, you know. Wait, do you mean caffeine nicotine? The monk guy, the little wizened old dude. If 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 that if you're talking about the guy from Samurai Showdown, then yes. yes. Hmm. As long as he's wizened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he's, if wizened he's or wizened. wizened? How would you pronounce <laughs> wizened? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to correct you. I I've think only wizened. read it. Um, I think wizened. Um, I but uh, Mercenary Q. I have to read this as a sequel comment. I agree with Mem Insane Rain. Cloud was this awesome soldier that saved the world. Then you realize he's just a huge jerk with no redeeming qualities for two thirds of the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure, once he realizes who really who he really is, and, uh, becomes way better. Uh, but that doesn't make up for the earlier behavior and the emotional arc that uh, is completely lost in Advent Children, uh, where once again he's a huge jerk. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cloud is living a lie throughout the entire game. I have not it's seen true. Advent Children at all. Really, I haven't. No. I saw it in the Dolby yeah. Theater. Wow, it oh, was you embarrassing. F- IMAX 4K. What do you mean I answered a fucking email? I used to you work in this piece industry. Of garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> Captain Laxey, there are so, so many, but the two I would narrow it down to is Spyro the Dragon and Ninja from iNinja. Wow. Sp- wow. Spyro really, uh, wasn't really at fault because. I played iNinja. His series uh, kind of got run to the ground, but the Ninja oh, was basically Bubsy with fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I really like is uh, Hover Bover. Hover <laughs> you don't like that game at all. No, I I thought that hover was uh, cool, and it was a real bobber. <laughs> um, who am I reading here? Curious Quail. Did you already read Curious? Quail? Go ahead. Curious Quail says, "Man, I thought Kyle Katarn was such a badass when I was younger." The voice of Comedy Central. <laughs> I think by the time Jedi Academy came out, I realized he was just a pretty uninspired. Hans and turns into Luke character. Yep. Uh, yeah, unfortunate. Badger uh, Noonan. Badger Noonan. Noonan. Uh, I like it. It's been said already, but it has to be Cloud. The Holden Caulfield ah, video game. Everybody hates fucking Cloud. I really like the Holden. I'd say he's more the, the Shinji. The Holden Caulfield of video games is pretty yeah. funny, though. Yeah, that's good. I Shinji, like Shinji, I would agree. Um... Oh fuck! I thought Shinji was so cool. Like I already told you guys, how I listened. I, even to, when I was a teenager, it was clear that Shinji was lame. I one hundred percent listened to classical music on an old school Walkman Ugh. because I thought Shinji was cool. Uh, Sephiroth was such a phony. 
concludes Badger Noonan. Um, you're right, what a fucking phony. Uh, raccoon Hale likes the raccoon. He's hailing him. Uh, it is hard for me to point to a specific character in this universe, but I guess I would say Blizzard's characters. <laughs> you know, I, I guess all of them. Uh, With their huge, chunky armor. I used to think... Uh, Illidian, Illidan, or Deckard Illidan, Kane. Huh? Illidan, yes, or Deckard Kane, or Thrall, or Rainer were cool. But as years have gone on, those characters have not aged well. Most of them are one-dimensional or two-dimensional, and the character design has gotten too cartoon-like. Also, the quality of those games has certainly fallen off. Once upon a time, I instantly associated Blizzard games with quality and good, cool characters. Now I just shrug when they announce something new, though. They took the cigar out of that dude's mouth, bro. <laughs> I haven't played Hearthstone because it scares me on how addictive it could be. Oh, it's very fucking addictive. I'm getting back into it right now. But the characters are still generic characters. You know, I don't totally agree with this. I actually, I think Blizzard is super fucking good about character mm. development and has mm. cool characters. But, you know, whatever. I don't have to agree with every comment. That's not how uh, it works. You agree with everything or you fight. Yeah. Hearth- <laughs> Hearthstone is way fun, but it is addictive, so I understand avoiding it. Griff says, Bayonetta, it's just too sexualized a character. Hmm. And I get that Bayonetta is kind of a parody of over-sexualization, but it's still. still. <laughs> it's still heavily sexualized. But still. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think but still is the ultimate like answer to Bayonetta. Like, but I like this character, character. Yeah. but still. I'm going to build a butt still in my backyard. <laughs> no, but you still Make sh- all the yeah. butts I want with no government <laughs> yeah, interference. She still rips, and it was one of my, like, might have yeah, been my favorite Gr- game from Gr- last Griff year. is totally right. Bayonetta is awesome, but still. But, yeah, but however, like, yeah, okay. But still, I, I, I get it. I get it. it. I get it. Boobies. I got it. Okay. Uh, Cody Stovall says, uh, "Not a game character, but an anime equivalent." Ash Ketchum. He is literally the worst Pokemon trainer ever. I think he's like Harry Potter, right? <laughs> like he just like, falls in everything. He sucks. He's the he's a shitty Pokemon trainer. Fuck Ash Ketchum. I was reading some. Someone was saying, like, uh, uh, maybe I was listening to uh, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Another podcast. Mm-hmm. But someone we'll was talk about those. Someone was doing a pretty good goof about, like, uh, if I could spend, like, one day in the Pokemon universe and give up my entire life, I would. Just because I would be obviously be the best Pokemon trainer. <laughs> they all fucking like, suck. I know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So we have uh, Master Chief. I was a ma- this is from uh, Batman Boy 1-1. So he says Master Chief, I was a massive Halo fan during the original trilogy, and although I recognized that MC wasn't totally developed, I still thought he was an awesome badass. However, as time went on and the Halo novels started the Halo novels started becoming more popular, I noticed that every other character in this universe was more interesting than the Chief, including the other Spartans. Plus, it didn't help that the bald space marine trope was reaching a fever pitch during the Xbox 360 <laughs> P3, PS3 generation. Although I fell out of love with the series during Halo Reach's lifetime, I was at least happy to see ODST and Reach attempt to use the more interesting characters that actually had some personality. I still have fond memories of the original trilogy, but I really don't get why I like Master Chief back then. And that is from Batman Boy 1-1. The first Batman Boy level. <laughs> I, <need a> weapon. <laughs> you know, I really want, like, when Master Chief finally takes his helmet off, for him to look like Cousin It under there. He's so, like, yeah, y'all fuckers thought I was bald. Fuck you. I, I never do that. Never I'll be honest, that. like, our... 
dear friends, like our some of our dear friends, love Master Chief. Love him. I never got why. I don't understand. Why is Master I think, Chief? I think cool. Master Chief is supposed to He's be. He's not you. that cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. He doesn't talk. He doesn't. He doesn't he really talks. do much. He, very rarely. Yeah, but there are people who think like, "Oh, what a cool character!" I'm like, "But he's not even a character." To impress whatever you want on he's him. He's nobody. Whoever you envision is underneath the, the armor. That's who it is. I want to see like I the never kid got from Mask under him. that mask. <laughs> <laughs> Just complete acromegaly or whatever. Uh, I want to see Jim Carrey from. Uh, I hope it comes out. It's, it's <laughs> ripped. It's ripped horn. It's the mountain who rides from Game of Thrones. Anyway, I never thought Master Chief was a cool character because he's not a character. He's just, he's just like a the non avatar stem yeah, yeah. cell. He's an, yeah. he's an eight foot tall killbot for fuck's sake. He was sake. ever you want him to be, like so, that hooker um, you bought. Brendolf says, for me, it's Nolan North. <laughs> Nolan North used to be cool by being Nolan North. He's still cool, whatever. When I hear Nolan North, I go, oh, cool, it's Nolan North. But now <laughs> when I hear Nolan North, I go, oh, no, it's Nolan North, and I lose my immersion in the game. Oh. Nah, I'm kidding. I still love Nolan North. Yeah, we all do. And of his course. his avatar is uh, Dante talking to Randall, but it's it's DMC Dante, and Randall yeah. is saying, "You know, your problem is Dante. <laughs> you know, your problem is Dante. You failed to evolve, and when you tried, everybody rejected it. <laughs> <laughs> so he remastered two games, ultimately ah. leading to nothing moving forward. Hey, wow. your hair. So we have uh, Banquo's stepson. He says, "I got into Sonic the Hedgehog again and Star Fox big time when I was younger." But now I can't stand either of them. Maybe it was just the product of being younger and not having a new game to play every week. But I played the shit out of Star Fox 64 and Sonic Adventure 2. It got to the point that I got obsessed with these characters. Nowadays, I can't even look at a Sonic game without feeling it will be absolute shit. Meanwhile, I can tolerate Fox and Friends. Fox and Friends? Wow, that's a different reference. <laughs> <laughs> I can tolerate uh, Tucker Carlson. Made, uh, I can tolerate Fox character. and Friends being in Smash Brothers, but I never want to hear Slippy say another syllable, let alone hear him ask for help. Wait, hey, hey first of all, Slippy's awesome, and Fox is still cool. What? He's not cool. He's not okay. Help me! I love Star Fox. I'm Lilat speaking. I'm not mad at Fox. Yeah, I mean, like they're fine. I still think they're cool. Yeah, they're fine. Slippy's fine. So we have we have Tedador saying I have to say Jin Kazama. I was in high school when Tekken Three came out. I don't know who this character is, by the way. Right, you know who he is. And I wanted to know. I wanted to have his cool, spiky, blown out hair and tribal tattoo. Okay, which Tekken guy is he? The guy with the tall blonde hair? No, no, he's the he Tekken Three guy. Okay. The, um, the main one of the main characters. My buddy Speculies, who was on the show, has his tattoo. Spiky, spiky black yeah, hair. That's right. Okay, with no shirt, with bangs, big knuckle guards with uh, big studs on them. So Tedador says, "I thought his wide-legged flame pants were sick as hell." Yep. Also, <laughs> but as the series went on, I got tired of his boring fighting mechanics and silly anime trope characters and story. And that is uh, from Tedador. Damn, damn. A few more. Um, Hitler me this Batman says, I thought Shadow the Hedgehog was the coolest. Oh, no. You, so you're the one. So they, they worked on you. God damn you. God damn you. And he says, when I die and get to look at the book of my life, I will ask it one question. How many hours did I put in a Sonic Adventure 2, including the Chow Gardens? Then I will see the answer and re-kill myself. That is very dark. Uh, so we have Charles A. But he but he's right to do so. <laughs> Charles A. says, I'm, I'm pretty convinced Mega Man is an absolute empty shell, and that's sad, but we just said Jin that. Kazama. Okay, that makes sense. I've seen yeah, him before. He's a robot. Yeah, Mega Man, like Chris said, is, is the amalgam of five different ideas yes. from the past, so we, we, we know that. Um, Triskitable says, I'm 18. I didn't know that about Triskitable. And he says, I played Sonic Adventure 2 with my cousins. You get three guesses, and it's fucking Shadow again. 
Shadow worked on these kids, and I'm sad about I, it. I'm God. almost desperate to stream that game. I, I saw that game like, this is over. There, like Any love I had for this character in the series is God, over. I hate that I'm... 30. Apparently, no one old now. There was no one too cynical for Shadow to work. Like there were people that were naive enough. I'm and I, I, I will forgive you if you were young enough. Then yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> Obi Sean Kenobi says replaying Final Fantasy X is is really making me hate Titus. Oh, no, and I agree no. with you. He sucks. He's he's wearing ah, later. Ah, he's ah, wearing unwashed ah. later hosen. <laughs> I got deep in the FFX when it first came out and actually gave a shit about him. But now, uh, it, it, is it Titus or Titus? I don't um, care. I, I think, think it's Titus. It's definitely, it's definitely titties. Tedious. Yeah. But tedious. now, Titus <laughs> is just annoying. Almost as annoying as trying to dodge 200 lightning bolts, and that is real talk. <laughs> Humphrey says, uh, every goddamn Pokemon. The premise is still kind of fun, but over the years, I've just gotten so tired of the pun names. The OG Pokemon are at least somewhat unique. But from what I've seen of everything, 152 plus seems like some Japanese guy is just walking through his neighborhood and turning everything he sees into a new pocket monster. Is there a mailbox Pokemon yet? <laughs> Probably. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stabby Joe says Duke Nukem became something of a Chuck Norris of internet meme fame before the internet, where he would be the answer to every situation. Now I see him as washed up, dated, and not as funny as I recall. Like Chuck Norris. Uh, Clark Cunt says, Kratos, why so serious? I agree. <laughs> um, How many revenges can you get before it's enough? Uh, um, I'll never not love Clark Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> One more. Carvington Von Tilling- Twellingsworth III says, BJ Blaskovitz. Uh, Blaskowitz? Blaskowitz. When you are eight, you don't know his name is both ridiculous and slang for a sex act. When you're 34 and playing in the same room as your wife and she laughs every time his name is spoken, you must acknowledge this fact. Also, I thought Clay Fighter was really cool and funny when it came out. Watching Chris and Dave stream it makes me realize it is just stupid and kind of racist. (laughs) Even C2 Judgment Clay? I mean, come on. That pun was five years in the making. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they had that character Darky McGollywog. It just was kind of gross. Yeah, Slowpoke Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I'm an Elvis play. American, and I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> By blue suede goo. He was a disgusting character. Yeah. So, new question of the week. Since we focused so much on handheld stuff in the first part of the episode, what's your favorite mobile game since that's considered by many to be the new and possibly final frontier in handheld gaming. Well, and that everybody here probably hates the idea of yeah, I mobile think, being the final frontier. Yeah, I think most people hate mobile games on general principle, uh, but I think everybody has one that of they course. really like. But everybody also had an Atari, and there was a bunch of shitty stuff that sunk the entire industry. That's true. Yeah. And, but I, I think there's still lots of good stuff on mobile. Um, I don't know. There definitely is. Like, <clears throat> someone tweeted at me to say, like, Lowell Tyler Wilde said in 2009 or whenever we started recording Talk Raider, no one cares about mobile games. And I was right at the time. Yep. I was absolutely right. I think now, I'm right now, every time I go into a, a Target, there's a kid playing, it's just a free runner with Spider-Man, a <laughs> minion. It's the same fucking game every goddamn yeah, time. But, I mean, I would say absolutely that comment would be wrong now. People 100% care about oh, mobile sure, games. Yeah. There are very good mobile games. Mm-hmm. I want to play games all the time. I would rather play games on any What's other system. What's your favorite mobile game? Uh, right now, 
it I play some some probably every day. Mm-hmm. It is a mostly Japanese but widely available in America. Uh, it's been downloaded by like 10 million people. It is a game where you match uh, a match puzzle game featuring stuffed versions of thing Disney characters you can only find at the Disney store. You, mm-hmm. you probably know what a sum sum is. Your girlfriend probably has one. It looks like a beanbag pillow. It does. And uh, and to let you know how far I am, I am uh, level seventy five. Wow. wow. That is like that. So is, what what job class are you? Uh, I am right now a honey bear honey pot poo. <laughs> um, I just switched over from Holiday Pluto because that's how I got the most coinage. I look forward to upping my lady and my Dumbo. Oh, I am not joking. So I have forty-two hey, different games to talk about here. Wow, no, just, just pick kidding. your I favorite. Have, I have three. Uh, well, two. Well, one. Uh, the one I play the most is definitely Desert Golfing. What the sound of that game? Desert Golfing. I am on hole number two thousand one hundred and forty-two, meaning I have sunk two thousand. 141 balls Jeez. in desert golf. That's impressive. Is it, ran- is it randomly generated? No, it's uh, the levels are designed and, and beautifully designed and designed in such a way that like you'll get a hard one and get some easy It looks ones, like a Q-Basic game. And then you'll get a hard <laughs> one. Yeah, it really is just like uh, vector graphics. Mm-hmm. Shoot the ball. Try a great to get ball it shot in mechanic. the hole. I will say, I will add on to this that Hearthstone is now on mobile and like I... Uh, that's a fucking great game, so fuck you if you don't like it. And also, 80 Days is a really good game. Hmm. But uh, check out 80 Days, honestly, if you have an iPhone or an Android, whatever. Okay. I am irrelevant, so I don't play a lot of uh, mobile <laughs> games. I'm completely irrelevant, by the way. You've but never I, played a mobile game? I now. played a few. Admit but, it! Um, I will say... Uh, oh, so restaurants here this, come. This does not count, but please buy Ghost Trick on iOS. <laughs> yes. It is the that best counts. version of that game, and mm-hmm. it is a fucking fantastic like puzzle game um, with a great story and great that characters. That 100% counts. Why doesn't that count? Um, I mean, it's a port, but right. I mean, yeah, like, but also... So my aim window is still missile. It's still missile. Okay, was, like one of the best representations of dogs in a game. Period. Is <laughs> ah, ghost yes. trick. Period. So yes. back in the day when I said no one cares about mobile games, it's because I did not know that in the future your phone would be as powerful as a DS. Yeah, same like guy. I didn't. Re- yeah, I, I didn't realize more powerful than a DS. More powerful. I didn't realize that in the future you would not need a handheld game device that wasn't your phone. Well, if yeah. you wanted to input specific movements and not just. Hit up to jump. Sure, uh, I mean, yeah, the controls are different. Disgusting. But I didn't realize that, like graphically, and as far as processing, that we would all have that, and we would all have DSs in our pocket. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So when I said that, I did not know. But I, yeah. I'll ask you this: in addition, when was the last time you sought out? You went to the store. Uh, the Apple iTunes store and look for a game to play. No, I never do. It's never. when people when people on Twitter say, "Ah, oh, I fucking love this." And yeah. like, I'm not waiting. This game is really bullshit. good. Or or that uh, pixel artist we were talking about earlier. I went after reading that and immediately bought his game Auro mm-hmm. or Auro. However you pronounce it's it, it's all right. Yeah. yeah, Ghost Trick is great. It has great puzzles, a great story, and like fantastic 2D animation that oh, is not God. like mocapped or rotoscoped at all. It's just like I, pure 2D yeah. animation, like artistry. Really love it. Some of the best it, I've it's seen. How, it's how I envisioned Slugworth when reading the Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Mm. Like one of the main characters in there. <laughs> uh, it's he was green, but but I will recommend one game that is so that much. is not just the port. It is it's called Banshee's Last Cry. What? It is one of the first visual novels that. Um, oh, appeared in the genre in Japan 
It was just translated last year by the same guy who did the localizations for like Metal Gear Solid um, One, Silent Hill Two, Three, and Four, oh. and other games like that. What? Come on, this is totally me. And um, it is an interactive horror fiction story that's kind of like choose your own adventure. It's not. It's not quite as um, open ended as, as like. Um, it's not quite as interactive as like Danganronpa or Phoenix Wright or whatever, but it's still really compelling and really great. This is a www.bob.com Pretty slash much. games I like. Pretty much. I'm one of like five people who bought it, but um, <laughs> Banshee's Last Cry is a really great interactive fiction story, and I, I totally recommend it. It's probably like $3, so if, you, if that intrigues you, then get it, but Ghost Trick is also good, too. Cool. Uh, I'm going to say, I lately have been playing a lot of Hungry Shark, which is sort of like the Skyrim to uh, survive Mola Mola's Dark Souls. Oh, man. In that uh, <laughs> you're just trekking around a huge open 2D seascape, uh, eating everything you come across. It's a really pretty uh, game. Everything's 3D rendered, uh, polygons and shit, whatever. Uh, and you can unlock a little portal that takes you to Antarctica, where it's like a bonus round where you're eating uh, uh, penguins in order to extend your time limit and you can you know jump up on land and chomp through explorers or eat scuba divers whatever and the goal is to gradually evolve to get bigger and bigger sharks to the point where you have like giant robot sharks that shoot missiles and uh, can fly through the air and I'm I'm really awesome. enjoying it. It's, you it's, had my curiosity. It's pleasantly entertaining. <laughs> but I think my all-time favorite is Punch Quest, which is an <laughs> oh, auto runner. Yeah, yeah, and it's just you're punching straight or you're punching up and uh, every time I play it, it's a completely different experience. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Sorry about dying. It's a good rule here. in comedy, too. Always punch up. Yes, always punch up. <laughs> Especially since that gets you to different, cooler places. It does. So, <laughs> like the Apollo. <laughs> what's your favorite mobile game? I know you have one. Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums or answering under the article for episode 113. Hey. And I'm fascinated to find out how many of you will respond that I don't have a gaming mobile phone, so we don't have to update Laser Time's website to be mobile friendly. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I am curious. Well, you know, you want to get dropped by Google—that's your deal, I guess. But yeah, um, what happened to Cartoon Christmas? Ah, shit. <laughs> That's been our show. Uh, we're going to go out with a quick round of plugs. Bob, do you want to go first? Yes. Special um, guest. Retronauts.com. I do a classic Ooh. gaming podcast every week. All these guys have been on it, except for I Tyler. I did a Tiny Tunes episode with you. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. I'll Tyler's come. the youngest. He doesn't have any retro Damn knowledge. It. No, I will come <laughs> talk about DOS games. I, I will invite Tyler on at some point, but Michael and Chris have been on it. It's a weekly retro yes. games podcast. We, we will talk about Apogee games. Yes, to shareware from here to there. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, Retronauts.com, it's my classic gaming podcast. I, I do it with Jeremy Parrish, my boss at US Gamer, my other job. So please go to usgamer.net, read all the stuff. I just killed all the nerds today. So uh, please read that article. <laughs> now now gamers are dead and nerds are dead and you're next, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, I have to find an identity through other so, things. It's possible. Instead <laughs> of usgamer.com, go to pcgamer.com. No! Okay, fine. <laughs> well, we're doing a big uh, fucking show at E3. It's going to be exciting. Um, come to us to watch the live stream. There's going to be announcements and, and trailers and stuff you want. Just, you know, just... Watch it. It's going to be exciting. I'll be covering it. I'm fucking excited about it. Like, I'm excited that we're doing it. I'm excited that E3 finally has a PC presence and that we're the ones doing it, which is cool. So, uh, Chris, uh, plug Laser Time. Oh, Laser Time this week was Gross Toys. Uh, Gross Toys, Michael, Diana, and uh, Dave and I talked about. I I hate people who say one generation is better than the last. However... My generation was better than millennials <laughs> because we had grosser toys. You're a millennial. 
Um, we respected boogers. We love snot. Yeah. We love puke, and slime was in everything. Uh, and, and it was—it it really is great looking back on. And in honor of that, we not only streamed uh, Mad Balls. Bab- there, it's my favorite thing I've written all week. Was the sentence, "Yes, Virginia, there is a Mad Balls game." Uh, but then, other than that, it was Red Dead Redemption's fifth, five year anniversary. So Dave, uh, we wanted to point out his favorite moments in that. So we have a semi short stream of that. Nice. We have a stream of Witcher Three with Michael and Hank and I, uh, and we have a stream of Destiny House uh, House of House of Wolves House of Wolves House of Cards House of Cards with Kevin, with Kevin Spacey, Spacey stepping in for uh, Ty- Tyrion. Robin Lannister. Wright Pan occasionally fucking a homosexual, um, and and. <laughs> God damn it! It's a true to life role for Kevin Spacey. Um, um, but I think there was one more that we did. I forget. We did a Fibbage stream. I think because it wasn't ready. We'll see. Uh, these streams are all still uploading. Go to uh, lasertimepodcast.com. I'm gonna have a bunch of cool videos up there, including a bunch, a couple things relating to Tomorrowland, uh, which is not getting great reviews. So I'm regretting putting this much work into content. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to the movie. So I really sorry. am. So sorry. All right, well, follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Follow me on Twitter at Wikiparas. We've been Vigigame Apocalypse. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. I'm going to start a site called ThinkStarter that funds think pieces. <laughs> 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 <laughs>